1: Time for Hallsville Indians football on the Show Me Sports Network. is the Hallsville Indians pregame show on the exclusive home for Indians football, the Show Me Sports Network. we we'll recap last game's highlights, set the stage for kickoff, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Hallsville Indians. The biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air as the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are ready in the broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Hallsville Indians Football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC, Hallsville Athletic Boosters, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, Sawdust Studios. And Zealous, WBGT. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Hallsville Indians football on the Indians Radio Network. Now let's go live to the field of the Show Me Sports Network broadcast booth.
2: A marquee matchup in store tonight as the 2-2 two and two Hallsville Indians have traveled up to Eldon to take on the 3-1 and one Mustangs. And a matchup, like I just mentioned, should be a good one. Happy Friday, everyone. As always, thanks for spending it with us here on the Show Me Sports Network. Ben Schmidt alongside Justin Kraft. And I think you and I, Justin, are both pretty excited to get this one underway because not only is Hullsville coming off a win looking to get rolling, Eldon's looked really good all year, and they come in at 3-1. and one. And their offense has really been rolling outside of last week.
3: Yeah, we will see what the Eldon Mustangs can do here on their home turf after last week on the road against Osage got completely blown out against an Osage team that was 0-3 going into that game and they found a way to obliterate them and beat them 28-0. Eldon definitely wants to rebound and find a way here tonight to get themselves going early and have some success against the Hallsville Indians and we will see if Hallsville can find a way to win back-to-back road games. What a win last week it was against Versailles.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Like you mentioned, let's quickly touch on that Versailles victory. It was tough for the Indians because they went into that game not knowing whether or not they were going to have their starting quarterback, and they ended up not getting it in Colton Nichols. So it essentially meant a wild card rotation, you mean wildcat rotation, of Xavier Stinson and Harrison Fowler taking snaps at quarterback and running the ball most of the entire game. Only a couple of passes were thrown, and those mostly came. In the first half so to win in Versailles last week 16 to 6 that like Hallsville did without their quarterback and the help of their defense kill Nichols at a tackle for a safety and they hold held Versailles scoreless after the first drive definitely has to give Hallsville some confidence heading into this one
3: yeah I totally agree Ben and I was just about to touch on that defense but you took the words out of my mouth and I'm gonna still touch on them. but they played great last week on the road in Versailles and they got to do it here again today against these Eldon Mustangs because they got a very stout offense, wide receivers, O-line, quarterback, so they got to be ready and especially, you know, win the turnover battle. I know last week they played great defensively, only giving up six points through Versailles and in which they got that safety as well early in the game. So this defense is thriving and they're looking to, you know, capitalize again here tonight on the road.
2: Well, you mentioned a moment ago that Eldon didn't look all that good against Osage last week, but two weeks ago against the same Versailles team that Halswell put 16 points on, Eldon put 75 on the board. And you think about the fact that Hallsville's defense allowed 59 points just two weeks ago, a slight cause for concern. They're not major, and the Hallsville defense looked much, much better last Friday night, but a slight cause for concern. there. I think part of it is because... Eldon's team is to have a pretty good quarterback on their hands in the third-year starter, Hunter Heath, the quarterback with eight passing touchdowns and three rushing so far. He's kind of settled down the offense and has added some life into the Mustangs, and it's going to be the job of Kale Nichols, DJ Larkin, and the rest of that defense to try and slow down Heath and that Mustangs offense.
3: Yeah, if they can find a way to get to Heath, they will have success. And, yeah, you just got to do just that if you're Hallsville, and you got to find a way to get off to an early start and hopefully Colton Nichols is okay you know he's been banged up got a couple bandages with that ankle injury but he looks like he's ready to go and he's going to fight the charge and be out there for hallsville
2: yeah you mentioned the quarterback nichols we saw him throwing passes in pregame game ups which just concluded here in eldon at the field which by the way an awesome facility that we've, oh, been, yeah. we've been enjoying but can't complain regardless colt nichols looks like he's good to go you'll hear a little bit more about his status in the interview with head coach jesse conyers in just a few minutes But as we get closer and closer to kickoff about 22 minutes away here on the Show Me Sports Network, I think at the very least, uh, this game appears on paper to be like it's one that could go
3: back and forth. And I would project more on the shootout territory than a defensive battle. I do too. Especially this is a marquee matchup like we've been talking about to kick it off here for week five of FNF. This one's going to be a good one and we're definitely in for a treat.
2: All right, well, don't go anywhere because, as usual here on the Show Me Sports Network pregame show, we have Coach Justin Conyers to say a few words. You don't want to miss this one. He had some good stuff to say when we're back in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network.
4: Dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty.
2: Welcome back everyone on the Show Me Sports Network. As always here on the pregame show, I want to welcome on head football coach Paulsville Justin Conyers. Coach, as always, thanks so much for joining us here today before tonight's matchup against Eldon. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. All right, so let's get right into it. I think the biggest question following last week's victory, a low scoring one against Versailles, can you provide us a little bit of an update on your quarterback, Colton Nichols, as we look headed into this game? Uh, still going to be a game time decision tonight.
5: You know, for us, it's been a he's practiced a lot better this week, he's moving around a lot better. We're just trying to make sure that he can do everything 100%. Uh, the biggest thing is, obviously, is we need him going forward down the stretch here, and we don't want to do anything that's going to hinder his progress and, and making it there for us down the stretch, like I said. So we're going to see how he moves around tonight in pregame. And if uh, we feel he's ready to go with us and our medical staff, then we'll make sure that he's in the ball game and, and get out there. We, I'll tell you what we have done is we've practiced a lot differently this week to make sure that we have a, a much better answer for if he doesn't go this evening.
2: Yeah, and I wanted to get to that. Obviously, don't want to give away everything, but should we expect potentially a similar wildcat type of offense if Colt Nichols does not go?
5: Yeah, you know, what we're going to do this evening with this, we've made sure that we've got multiple guys, uh, some reps at quarterback. I think I talked to you last week about this, but uh, our normal backup quarterback broke his thumb about three weeks ago, so he's in a cast. And so we're sitting here right now uh, putting guys that are just playing different positions that are just true football players for us back at the quarterback spot. And, you know, that's the thing that you got to be pleased with this. You know, the score wasn't really, you know, what we wanted to be. I mean, wins a win. we'll take the win on the road. Uh, you know, The only scoring 18 points last week was uh, a little tough for us offensively from what we're used to doing. So, we, uh, we got to be proud though of how guys have stepped up and stepped into some roles and done some things for us when we've asked them to. So, look forward to if Colton's at that quarterback tonight but uh, you might see multiple guys showing up in that spot for us.
2: So I wanted to ask you it, it, kind of your thoughts about this. Does a win like you had with last week, I know you just mentioned a moment ago how you like to score more than 18 points in offense. But does it give you guys some confidence to think that you can win in any sort of way and be physical like you were?
5: Um, I think it does. I think it shows you that we have to we have to be a little more multiple and what we were than what we were doing last week. Um, you know, but it does show you that we need to grind it out and we need to put the ball in Harrison Fowler's hands and jerk, snap him the football in the Wildcat and just go. That we're able to do those things. Now, the thing that I didn't like about it was that was pretty much what we did exclusively in the second half and. I felt like, you know, it's putting a lot of pressure on him. I mean, 11 guys on the football field knew who was getting the football and where it was going on Friday night, you know. So, you got to relieve a little bit of pressure off him. And so, we, we've worked a couple extra things this week. And so, like I said, we're going to do what it takes to, to uh, you know, try to go out and score points and win games. But the other thing I did take away from that game, and I think our offense did too, is we were still a little disappointed. i uh, felt like we left some points on the field. We turned the ball over three times. Uh, we hadn't done that since week two, you know. So, it's just like, it's kind of hit or miss. It's been like, this week we've had great ball security, the next week it's not. And so it's just like we're trying to figure out what's causing us to have this lack of ball security.
2: So now let's look at the other side of the ball, your defense, because after that first drive where Versailles goes down, the field scores a touchdown, completely locked in from there, didn't allow another point the entire rest of the game. How do you keep that momentum rolling on that side of the ball coming now into tonight against Eldon?
5: Well, first off, I think our defense did an amazing job of adjusting uh, not what we saw in film. Obviously, they had a little bit of some issues with some guys not being there on Friday nights for them as well, and uh, went to a completely different offense from what we've seen in three weeks of film. So our guys were not prepared to to run versus split back style offense under center. Uh, everything we saw was you know spread, gun, multiple formations, lots of motions, and uh, that's not that's not the football uh, football team that we saw offensively. So very proud about the defense and the staff adjusted and really got our guys out, and we have to build off of it. So last week, what we did different is um, after the Booneville loss, we we came in on Saturday morning. So that's a that's a day of film for us morning to, to get the game corrected. And there wasn't a lick of film that day. We sit down and we just had a discussion of what we needed to do to make them a better defensive football team. Um, we felt like that's where we've been dropping the ball. We've been able to score points, but we were not stopping people from scoring points. And so They gave us a lot of good ideas of what they wanted and what they felt they needed in practice and we went back to the basics last week and really we we did tackling circuits i mean wednesday was live tackling before a friday game we were to the ground three stations it was a ton of reps for our kids and you got to remember guys we're a football team of 39. we don't we can't really afford to get guys certain practice but that's what they said they wanted so we gave it to them and we did the same thing this week we are trying to become a better tackling football team and I think that's the confidence piece that we saw last week was it, we went out and it, it happened for us. We tackled very well last week, and that's something we haven't been doing as of late. So, you know, for us to have that success, I think they really bought in, and it carried over into this week's preparation too.
2: So tonight against Eldon will be Harrison Fowler's third game of the season. It feels like we've kind of reached the point now where it's, I would assume, going to be full workload going forward to him. Mean, that probably really even started last week, if we're being honest, but – Easing him back him from the injury. It's going to be full workload going forward, I would assume, correct?
5: 100%. He's back. He feels great. Uh, he looks great. Uh, you, you, you guys saw the game last week and listened to the game. I mean, he was our guy. He carried a load for us. And I'm very proud. You know, this what's something you want for him. If anybody knows Harrison off the field and understands what kind of young man he is and his determination, he always has had a positive attitude, even through him being hurt, uh, you know, here for the last couple of weeks to start the season, it never broke his strides, you know, in his mind, he was going to work harder to rehab to get back faster and to get back stronger than he was. And that's what we're seeing. And um, you can see the smile back on his face Friday night. And he enjoyed carrying the load for us. He's a little tired, you know, because he was doing a lot for us. But, man, just to see that kid out there full strength again uh, is something special to see.
2: So I want to talk a little bit about a position group that I don't think you and I have discussed a whole lot now as we move into week five. I can't really remember us talking about it at any point but your offensive line especially last week when like you said all 11 know you're running the football and they were still opening opening up running lanes from my point of view it seems like they did a really nice job last friday night
5: yeah they always do for us the thing is that's our most veteran spot on the cobalt team right now is is all five of those guys up front We say we had four or five returning but really riley ballers at right bar he played a lot last year at that spot so really five seniors up front for you That's a lot. You know, that's going to be a lot to replace in the future. But right now, you really got to ride their coattails. I mean, those are the strength of our football team. They know what they're doing. Uh, Great offensive line coach, great offensive line play by those guys. And you can just really see them communicate. And that's the big thing. And I think, to be honest with you, they were the ones that were disappointed. We didn't score more points. It wasn't our skill guys, you know, coming out and being like, you know, they're usually the ones with more touches and they want more highlights and all these things. And the whole line is just like, we stunk. We should have scored more. You know, I mean, that's just the way they felt because they're used to getting our guys into the end zone every Friday night. So you've got to be prideful about that, too. I mean, that's something that you really can hang your hat on is that you've got a group of five up front that want to work for their teammates to make sure those dudes are reaching the end zone.
2: Yeah. Do they, building off that, do they enjoy the, the getting downhill aspect, especially in the run game? Because it feels like when you talk to offensive linemen, normally that's the part that they, they really live for.
5: Oh, anytime you can hear the word true double team, or you can hear, hey, we're about to gap scheme and pull for one. And I mean, those guys' eyes line up. That's what I love, you know, is, is, you know, sitting in a room with those guys, especially when you're watching film and, and just seeing how, what their thought process is really like and how they're attacking the game. It's very prideful in our, in our offensive line. Those guys, they take, like I said, they take pride in what they're doing and they're very serious about it. And we've got a couple guys, you know, that definitely want to even play at the college level. Um, you know, next year. So it, it's exciting to have those type of players and that number of player in that group with us.
2: All right, so now let's turn to the opponents tonight. In Eldon, got off to a really good 3-0 and start, including one game where they put up 75 points, which is a, obviously kind of an outlier of a number there. But then get the lost last week against Osage. How do you keep them from having a big bounce-back game here tonight? A big
5: thing for us is it's got to be physical football and defense. Um, really both sides of football, but it has to be defensively. That's one thing you see with them is Eldon every single year. They're very well coached in their scheme and what they do in their approach. And uh, they are they are the same kind of as our offensive line. Mean, they are trying to get downhill and create movements and, and try to run the football right at you. One thing I saw a little bit different out of them this year is I feel like, um, you know, not taking anything from the past quarterbacks that Eldon have, but I feel like this young man, he's a true quarterback for him. Like, I feel like he can really spin the football. Uh, they're in the gun. He sits back there. He delivers well. He does a nice job for him. He's a good-sized guy, has great arm strength, and that is a great dimension to add into this multiple dimension that they have running the football. So, um, you know, they're going to be very hard to defend this evening. Uh, We're going to have to play, like I said, our our game plan has to be to play downhill, play fast and physical on defense.
2: And do you take really a whole lot away from the matchup last year? It was a two-score game that you guys ended up winning, but I I would assume you've pretty much moved on from that, especially because, like you said, new quarterback.
5: 100%. You know, we moved on. It's, you know, you know, from year to year, you make it the same scheme as far as offense, defense it goes. Offensively, same scheme. Uh, defensively, different scheme. Uh, I go back and I, I rewatch our last year's film when we're game planning. I also make sure I look at my play call sheets that we had last year. Uh, and, and, you know, we were we were totally different from year to year for them and what we're seeing. So, they had the uh, beach kid last year at back that was like 6'2", 230 pounds. I mean, he was a load. Uh, for anybody to tackle in our conference. He, he was a load. So um, a little bit different back for him, but I think their offensive line play is just as good, if not better, than what it was last year.
2: So obviously every single regular season game is, is incredibly important, but do you think a big road win here against a good team to get you back over 500 for the first time since 1-0 could be maybe sort of a springboard into the home stretch of the season? Yeah, you know, it's always
5: – yeah, you know, we talk about you know like we've talked about it on here. It's one week at a time. you know. Uh, we even talked about our guys wanting to go back to meet all over 0-0 every single week, which is fine, is what we've done. And we'll, if we if we win, we'll be 1-0 for the week. And then on Saturday morning, we're back to 0-0. Zero zero. But for me, this is a big-time game for us as far as for our program right now. I've thought that moving along here after that Boonville loss, I thought like our next three games for us in a row were very, very crucial football games to really kind of decide which direction uh, this team was gonna go. And so I feel like being on the road, um, playing a very well coached football team, playing a tough scheme to defend is gonna be a, a great challenge for us tonight. And I feel like if we can go out and we can have the success, we can get us right back and get our, really get our confidence back where it needs to be. I can tell them we're a good football team, but unless we're not having that success on Friday nights, it's hard to really have 100% buy-in from everybody from top to bottom. Um, like I said unless you're going out you're really showing that on Friday night
2: all right coach Conyers joining us here on the show me sports network pregame show wanted to ask you this we talk so much in these interviews about the players but turning to you as a play caller kind of wanted to ask this what's that feeling like for you on the sideline when you call a play and then see it really worked perfection and have to be successful in a key moment of the game what's that feeling like for you well, you know, for me, it
5: really builds the confidence that, uh, you know, that we've coached the guys to do the right things. You know, that's what we tell them is don't worry about what I'm calling. Just worry about how to execute the play. Because sometimes, you know, they can get wrapped up and there's way too many things with our with our feed game that they need to, especially our quarterback play. And I tell them, hey, I'm going to put you in position to make the best play that you can. Trust me to do that, and I'm going to trust you to make the play. And, and really the fun thing as a play caller to be honest with you, is when you start to build that relationship with the quarterback to where you can get, not just because I said so, you can get behind the why, why I call this, and they start to understand the why, and when they start to commonly understand that, that is the game changer, and, you know, that's really where I'm trying to get with Colton, we're we're slowly but surely getting there, not having him last week I thought was big because we were really starting to build, I thought, the Queenville game. He was right on, you know, understanding why I was putting in position to to make certain plays and, and make certain reads. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. Um, it gets stressful at times whenever you know, uh, you know, you got to make the right call. You know, you, there was big time in, in the Booneville game when you're that close. There were some big time moments where I couldn't screw it up. Um, you know, I had to make sure that we put us in the right call. And the thing I always love and you'll enjoy this too is, Everybody from the stands, they're running the same play. You run the same play all night long. You know what? I'm glad you guys feel that way. Because if you think it looks the same, we're running eight different concepts, if not more. So thank you for believing that it looks like the exact same play. Uh, So, yeah, I I, I always appreciate those comments as well.
2: Yeah, if the the fans are thinking it looks the exact same, there's there's a decent shot that maybe the guys on the other side of the line of scrimmage are potentially thinking that (laughs) as, as well. So.
5: Yes, sir. That's correct. And uh, that's what we want them to, guys. Uh, Hallsville fans, we want them to think we're running the same play. But I guarantee you, it's being blocked multiple different ways. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun to be a play caller.
2: All right, coach. Well, before I let you go, big game today. Any, any last words for us?
5: Uh, once again, I mean, even I think we talked about it at the post game last week. Um, you know, on the road again for sales, had a tough loss for Boonville. And then all of a sudden, man, our crowd's there again. You know, it's huge. And so I'm hoping, you know, with the success we had last week, um, you know, even a little closer than we wanted it to be that, you know, we'll have a big crowd tonight, And if we don't have a big crowd down in Elton, let's make sure that you guys are listening in and tuning in here and, uh, and listen to your voice. And I'm telling you what guys, our team puts in so much work and so much preparation to go out and try to have success on Friday nights. And, you know, our big thing is we're just working on trying to get everybody healthy where we can have a full first team offense and defense again, when that day happens, we're going to talk about it on here. So I'm going to be extremely excited because we're going to have more guys out tonight, uh, you know, that we had at ask some All
2: right. Well, as always, really appreciate you, Coach. Justin Conyers, ladies and gentlemen. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back to wrap up the rest of the pregame show and get into Hallsville versus Eldon here on the Show Me Sports Network.
6: At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor
1: Been listening to the Hallsville Indians pregame show on the exclusive home for Indians football, the Show Me Sports Network. The excitement is building in the stands and the tension is rising on the sideline as kickoff is just around the corner. Exclusive pregame coverage of Hallsville Indians football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society. On Custom Laser Engraving, LLC. Hallsville Athletic Boosters. Last Sentinel Firearms. Retrieving Freedom. Sawdust Studios. And Zealous WBGT. The biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri continues as we'll be back with kickoff right after these messages. This has been the Hallsville Indians pregame show on the exclusive home for Indians football, the Show Me Sports Network.
7: 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions
1: it's time for a hallsville indians football on the show me sports network This is Hallsville Indians football on the exclusive home for the Indians radio network, the Show Me Sports Network. Exclusive play-by-play coverage of Hallsville Indians football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Cartier, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hallsville Athletic Boosters, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, sawdust studios and zealous wbgt the biggest and absolute best coverage in mid missouri is on the air as the show me sports network broadcast crew are ready in the broadcast booth for kickoff you're listening to exclusive coverage of Hallsville indians football on the indians radio network now let's go live to the field of the show me sports network broadcast
2: booth Just about ready to go in Eldon for some football on this Friday night here in late September. Weather has certainly cooled off since our previous weeks, which means it is football weather, ladies and gentlemen. And we're just about ready to bring it to you. Both teams are on the field for the coin toss and the meeting of the captains. And by the looks of that, it looks like your Indians will start on offense as we're about a minute and a half from kickoff.
3: Yeah, I couldn't complain. Great autumn weather. And I know we're ready for some football because we're all energized and everything after that popcorn you had. And myself with a not we, just a hamburger, a pretzel. We and took advantage of the concession yeah. stand here, that's yeah, yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah, we definitely did. And let's see what Hallsville can do. Colton Nichols and this offense will be starting with the football first. So Eldon will be kicking to them to start. And we will see. Can Colton Nichols knock off the Band-Aids and drop Nichols in the bank And, well, that Hallsville Indians offense has success, but really that defense has got to get after Hunter Hess, the uh, junior, third season, as a starting quarterback. They got to get after him or he's going to cause a mess for Hallsville defensively if they can't do just that. And. Th- yeah, Ben.
2: I think this one is shaping up to be a quarterback deal between Nichols and Hunter. He's, like you said, a junior multi- multi-sport athlete for Eldon, so his athletic ability cannot be taken lightly. And it's going to be a big test for this Hallsville defense, who mm-hmm. seemed to right to the ship last week. They were kind of alternating so far this season between good and bad defensive performances. So hopefully that trend snaps tonight. It would be a good time to make it back-to-back good ones. And as the Mustangs put down the ball to kick it off, looks like it is time to go. And if that number reads correctly, it's the starting quarterback, Hunter Heast, out there to kick it away. And a couple of men back there to receive for hallsville. The kick is boomed away, and it's going to sail inside the five and take a roll into the end zone for a touchback. So hallsville will start at their own 25-yard line. I'll tell you what, that Heast kid, he has a leg.
3: Yeah, he definitely does. Can do it with his arm and can do it with his leg. That's something you don't see from a lot of quarterbacks, especially to be your kicker as well. What a kick. But... Uh, almost pinned them at about the one or two yard line there and it looked like Hallsville is going to have to take it but they're going to start on the 20. So we'll see if Hallsville
2: can make it an early lead in this one they were trailing to start last week six to nothing but then it was all them from there and here comes Colton Nichols making his first start since two weeks ago at home against Boonville. He's got two men in the backfield to start this play. Fowers to his right. Fowler's going to get the handoff running left, 25. He's got room 30 up near the 35, and the powers ahead just near the 35-yard line is where he's going to be brought down. So that will move the chains, and a nice run there at 15 yards to kick off the evening here in Eldon.
3: Yeah, couldn't ask for a better start if your Hallsville would have run there by Harrison Fowler kicking it up taking it upfield, first down and more. What a run. Fowler through two games since returning from injuries, averaging
2: 99.5 rushing yards per game. It's pistol formation here. Nichols drops back. It's a straight throw all the way. He's looking. He's going to buy time, and now he's going to look left side, fire downfield. He's got Stinson open, but he can't find the ball, and that's going to get over his head and incomplete. Stinson had to turn back over his other shoulder, and the safety back there for Eldon almost made a play on the football. I thought for a moment we may have an interception there as Nichols saw one-on-one coverage and let it fly.
3: Yeah, a little bit of confusion there with Stinson and Nichols. Nichols thought he was going to bite on it and go deep. Stinson kind of held up and, like you said, almost picked off by the safety of Eldon, but luckily incomplete. So it looks like it was Devin Wardenburg,
2: the 6'3", senior, back there in coverage. Actually, he's a cornerback, so he was back there in one-on-one coverage as Eldon did not have a whole lot over the top of the defense. And now second down and 10, just third play of the ball game coming up. We're about 30 seconds into this one. Hallsville starting with the football. Shotgun snap for Nichols. He's going to give it to Fowler. Actually keeps himself running left side. He's got the room at the 40. Spins out of a tackle, but then will be dragged down at about the 41. Thought he was going to break free, and if he did, that would have been a first out and more. But he got dragged down from behind. It'll be a gain of five there on
3: second down. Yeah, great fake by Nichols, faking the handoff to Fowler. And it seems like if that doesn't get us, that definitely gets the defense. And for sure, Nichols turned it up and a nice little run there on second down.
2: I'll give credit to those defenders that can read that read option because I thought Fowler had that football all the way, but it was actually Nichols. And if that's any indication how he was moving there, I think that ankle is feeling a lot better. Nichols, third down and five. He's in the shotgun, all low. Now Fowler moves back there. It's going to be a QB option. Nichols will keep it himself, breaks tackle at the 40, but then he's brought down at about the 40-41 by another defender coming in. That was Michael Rugin, who came in for the cleanup. It'll be no gain there for Nichols as he decided to keep the ball himself, fourth and five
3: upcoming. Yeah, great tackle by Michael Rugin there for Eldon, and we will see what Hallsville is going to do right here on this fourth down and five. Backed up on their own 40, the ball
2: is set at about the 40 and a half yard line, so it's closer to four four and a half than a full five yards, but just about a minute and a half into this one looks like Hallsville may go for it, although now Nichols backs up a little bit all alone in the shotgun. There's no one back to return for Hallsville, and Nichols was going to punt that football, but there was a flag as the play started, and depending on who this goes, if it's on Eldon, it would be in a free first down. Wow. And a couple of the coaches are pointing that way. This looks like it's going to move the chains. I think we may have had offsides. That's the call, and that's going to move it five yards to give Hallsville a first down. What a break there, because Hallsville was going to punt that ball away.
3: Yeah, mind-blowing there. The defense falters there. And like you said, yeah, Hallsville was going to punt it. Eldon defense get off three and out. Would have been great for them to stop this dominant offense in Hallsville with a three and out early, but... They jump like that, very uncanny mistake there, and now Hallsville keeps the drive going here. First
2: down and 10, pistol set and run right. Fowler breaks tackle the line of scrimmage and now powers his way up across midfield and then down to the 46 of Eldon. He was hit right away and then kept the legs churning, so that should get him about nine yards or so. Get rule at eight, second down and two upcoming. Nice run there by Fowler. Yeah,
3: great run by Fowler, and Hallsville just doing what they need to do. The run is working keep it going and just keep running the football they are just breaking through this wall this front four of Eldon's defense and they are having no penetration in stopping Fowler.
2: Pistol set second and two Nichols will give it to Fowler left side he's hit at the line but I think he's going to get close to the first down depends on the spot needed to get to the 44 yard line and it looks like on the near side judge they're going to mark him at the 45 so just to gain a one just one more yard to go here on third and one upcoming. An extra offensive lineman comes into the game here for Hallsville as Zach Juray leaves the play and number 66 Tyson Periga will come into block. So it looks like jumbo package. Landon Sievers and Isaac Stinson are still in the play at wide receiver, but you would assume with so many men into block. You have six offensive linemen, a tight end in stints, and you would guess it. This is a run. It's pistol set, third and one. It's going to be a give up the middle. Fowler's got the first down and then drives his way down to about the 41 of Eldon. So he gets four. He only needed one, and that's going to move the change, and the drive continues. Yeah,
3: great run by Fowler picking up the first down. But before he even got the handoff, his offensive line was already, you know, stout, and they already made the hole for him before he even got the ball. And just to it, able to get that first down there was just drawn up perfectly. Absolutely. And I'll get to one thing about that in a second. Nichols shotgun snap. He's going to
2: give it Fowler foul running right side. He's got a hole 35-30. He's inside the 25 and then falls ahead near the 20. Flag thrown at the end of the play by the back judge. So we'll see who it's called on. It was not called a initially, so you would assume it's not holding on the offensive line. But it could be holding on a receiver downfield. And it looks like it's going to be holding on Hallsville. So back him up. We'll see where they spotted. It was first and 10 from the 40. Now everyone's moving back. Wanted to say a moment ago on that third down and one run to the left side. DJ Larkin over there at left tackle created a big lane there. And that's important because Larkin was not in the lineup last week, missed last week's game. And now he's back to play not only left tackle but defensive end and had a big role to move the chains and had another big run right there by Fowler. But it gets called back on the holding call. And it looks like they're just going to snap it from the same spot. So it must have been well into the play. And based on where they called it, it's just going to be first and 10 again from about the 40-yard line. Interesting call there. So Halswell loses out on what would have been a 15-plus run. Nichols all alone in the shotgun. He's got Nichols, excuse me, Fowler blocking. He's going to run up the middle, 35-30. He's got room, spins inside the 25, and gets near the 24-yard line. So essentially the same run we saw him a moment ago. But this time it's Nichols, and Halswell is on the move.
3: Yeah, great quarterback read option there and run right up the middle by Nichols. And again, he saw all green grass, offensive line, opened up a hole and... That was a big hole, and he exploded it and got the first down and more. What a run by Nichols.
2: First and 10 from the 24. Seven men and a block. Strong to the right side. And they're going to run counter that. Fowler to the left, but he is hit in the backfield. Gets dragged down by Eric Krantz, who came screaming through the left side of the line. That'll be a loss of a couple yards. Loses two, second and 12 upcoming.
3: Yeah, great tackle by Eric Krantz, the linebacker. 212-pound sophomore. Great read there by him to come up and get to Fowler and take him down.
2: Krantz is averaging 4.3 tackles per game so give him one right there and it looks like Housel is still going to go heavy set just two wide receivers in the game that's Isaac Stinson and Landon Severs Fowler will go up and block on the left side of the line. Now comes into the backfield, and Colton Nichols will keep it running. Left spins out of a tackle, but then falls ahead to about the 25. If he's lucky, he'll gain a yard, but I think they're just going to rule he got back to the line of
3: scrimmage as a couple Eldon defenders
2: got in there to make the play, and it's going to be third and long upcoming.
3: Yeah, Zach Smithson was the first one to you know, read that quarterback option fake to Fowler, and then Nichols took it. Great tackle by him to read that for Eldon.
2: Well, it was an interesting play design because Coming from the left side of the offensive line was Fowler to fake the handoff, but then Nichols just kept it himself. Fowler will leave the game before they stir down in 10-play upcoming. Abel Finish, the running back, is in standing to the left of Nichols. Shotgun snap, it's going to be faked El Finish. Nichols looking left side all the way. He's got all day now throws end zone, and it's intercepted at the goal line. Returned out to the 10, 15-yard line. The cornerback, Devin Wardenberg jumped in front of the pass intended for Isaac Stinson on the post. And now bringing it back out to his own 16-yard line, will be Wardenburg. He makes the big play
3: to end Hallsville's first drive of the game. Yeah, great pick by the senior and a buzzkill, kill, drive kill for Hallsville. That's for sure. They were driving, had an opportunity there. The pass by Nichols just behind the wide receiver as he threw it into the end zone. And yeah, he just threw it behind the wide receiver, didn't give his receiver any shot at it. Great play by Devin Wardenberg, the senior, to pick that one off. And now Eldon Offense is in business. So here comes the Mustangs own 16-yard line, and
2: Heath is in shotgun formation, but of the play can even start, there's a flag on the play, and it looks to be false start, which would back the Mustangs up five yards. Nope, it's actually offsides on the defense, so move the Mustangs five yards in the right direction. Not a good last couple of plays here
3: for the Indians. Yeah, and especially on the road, the Indians got to find a way to counter after that turnover, and hopefully the defense can get A quick stop here and find a way to stop this Eldon offense and get them off the field.
2: We're about halfway through the first quarter. Halza went on a long drive and was nearing the red zone of Eldon, but Colt Nichols just threw his fourth interception of the season. Shotgun snapper, he's running right side all the way, turns the field to 15, then powers his way across the 20. Looks like he's going to get to about the 23, 24 yard line. Short gain, but it was only first and five on the play, so it'll bring up second and two.
3: Yeah, good little run there by Heath, bouncing it to the outside and getting about three yards.
2: So far, Hees on the season has three rushing touchdowns, so certainly a threat to go with his legs right here. That's a jumbo set. Extra offensive lineman in on the right side. It's gonna be a run right side, and it's gonna be Shepard who angles out of bounds and stays up the sideline, nears the 31-yard line. Looks like they say he went out of bounds at the 32, but regardless, it moves the chains, picks up eight, and off and running now on their first drive of the game is Eldon.
3: Yeah, good run there by Shepard, bouncing it to the outside and along the sideline as Eldon gets their first first down of the game.
2: So this one started at their own 16 for Eldon. They're up to their own 33, thanks to a couple of runs and an offside penalty. Now shotgun snap once again. Wardenberg who just had the interception in at wide receiver near sideline. He's going to drop back at the screen to Wardenburg. 30-yard line, angles outside side, 35, breaks tackle up to the 40, and then spins his way to about the 41-42, where he will go out of bounds. He was net initially by Braden Nichols, who was able to shake off him before Kale Nichols and company came over to help make the
3: play. Yeah, Wardenburg already doing it defensively and now they're giving him the ball offensively great catch there good screen design there by eldon's offensive coordinator and to pick up nine there on that first down play so now it's going to be a second down and one
2: after the screen pass A lot of men on the left side of the field, but it's going to be a run right side. Shepard's got a whole lot of room across the 50, 45, 40. Break sackle, still running, 35, 30, and no one will catch him. He's going to go all the way, 58-yard rushing touchdown for Christopher Shepard, and Eldon makes it look easy on their first drive of the game. They're now up 6-0 with 5 to go in the first quarter. Yeah,
3: what a run by Shepard, and that Mustang was gone, and there was no way anyone was going to catch him. He turned on the Jets. And my goodness, what a run there by Shepard. 58 yards to the house. Good start for Eldon. So
2: Eldon makes their money worth on the drive through the ground, thanks to a run by Heath and then a couple more by Shepard. And that's actually not going to count. We weren't even paying attention. There was a hold on the offense, so bring it all the way back. That flag must wow. have came in very late. It, it was late because it was after Shepard had crossed midfield. So it must have been into the secondary so it is a first down but man that is absolutely huge to call that back
3: yeah that is huge for sure especially for shepherd's sake bounce that one into the end zone after 58 yard run but eldon still driving here let's see what they can do just on the other side of the 50 on hallsville's 45. hallsville's
2: 45 yard line going in motion and getting the carry will be zach smith and he's running right side 40 yard line dives ahead to about the 37 of Hallsville so on that run a moment ago by Shepard he gets credit for the first down and then the holding call came in the secondary as blockers were moving upfield so the flag did did come in late and that's why we did not see it and for Hallsville's sake Eldon still has the football but it wipes six points off the board mm-hmm. for now run of eight yards on first down by Zach Smith and Smithson who came in motion Just one completion on this drive. That was a Devin Wardenberg screen now. It's going to be a run right side. Shepard is hit in the backfield, and he's dropped down. He's going to maybe even lose two yards on the play. Looks like he's going to be a loss of two right there. There's a couple different men, including Xavier Stinson, are in the backfield to make the tackle, and it's going to be third down and five. Upcoming nice play by the Hallsville defensive line right there. Yeah, a
3: great pursuit by that Hallsville defensive line and a swarm of Indians able to come up with the tackle on Shepard. And now third down and five. Let's see if this defense can hold Eldon and force a punt. Well it's third down and
2: five, scoreboard says, but it's actually closer to third down and four. Eldon just needs to get to the 35 there at the 39. He's in the shotgun. He's gonna go screen right side all the way and then making the catch getting to the first down and then out of bounds will be Devin Wardenberg. That's his second catch of the drive. He gets to about the 33 of Hallsville and nicely done right there on the quick screen
3: pass to move the change for Wardenburg. Yeah, another great quick screen pass there by He's to Wardenburg drive. It is still alive for the Mustangs.
2: So Eldon has one touchdown wiped off the board on this drive, but they're still moving. Three wide receivers in on the play, including two near side in Wardenburg and Smithson. He's takes the snap. He's going to give right up the middle and then met immediately at the line of scrimmage is the running back for Eldon. That was Andrew Beeland who got the carry, and he actually lost the yard on the play second and 11 upcoming.
3: Yeah, Andrew Beeland just saw a swarm of Indians right there. They read that and they got to the gap in a hurry and they got to him and like you said, Ben, loss of one there, gonna be second down and 11 for Eldon.
2: So nice penetration there by the defensive line of Hallsville to keep Beanland getting his first carry of the game from really having a whole lot to work with. And now they're gonna go shotgun set, extra man into block on the right side of the line of scrimmage. Keese will stand at its 40-yard line, take the snap, give Beelin right side, shakes and bakes his way to about the 31-yard line. So doesn't pick up a whole lot, but he does get four and makes a much more manageable third down and about seven or so upcoming.
3: Yeah, a nice little shimmy shake there by Andrew Beelin right there. Looked like he was going to be stopped in the backfield. Made that nice little shimmy shake cut and uh, turned it upfield and was able to pick up five yards there on second down.
2: Third down and 11 here in just a moment. Breaking the huddle now is the Eldon offense. Looks to be two wide receivers far right side. And Shepard is back in the game at running back. He will stand at his own 36-yard line. Going in motion is Smithson, and I don't think everyone is set. Referee throws the flag before the snap. We'll see what the call is. It's either going to make it third and one or back Eldon up to a third down and long depending on who this is against and it is against eldon looks to be a false start as they try to bring smithson in motion and that's huge for hallsville because it now means third and 11 for the mustangs
3: yeah that's going to back the mustangs up now third down and 11 and ben great call you called up before the refs even had the penalty out there on the field
2: well it was just a wonky start to the play i I think when, when he's called for the runner or the receiver smithson in motion You could kind of tell that not everyone really knew what was going on. We'll see if they run something similar. It's 3rd and twelve, minute mark of the first quarter. No score on this one, Eldon and Hallsville. Heath is going to take the shotgun snap. He's looking right side. He's got plenty of time on now. Step up, throwing Farsada for Smithson, and it goes in and out of his hands, incomplete. Heath looks like he kind of put that ball on the money, but it goes out of the hands of Smithson. Pretty good coverage there by Weston Grant and a fourth down and 12 upcoming Hallsville, nice defensive stand
3: yeah great defensive stand by the hallsville indians and especially weston grant there breaking it up it was a great pass there by he's but not able to be you know brought down by his wide receiver weston grant there to say no 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 this drive is soured and you're giving us the ball back
2: so fourth down and 12 at the 37-yard line of Hallsville for Eldon. Looks like they're going to go unless they change into, into a late punt here. He's going to take the snap. They're going to go rolling left all the way. He's not going to play the three throws for Smithson and he's got the first down out of bounds at about the 20-yard line. He needed to get to about the 25 and a perfectly executed there play by Eldon as Smithson came wide open for his first catch of the game and that's a backbreaker there for Hallsville.
3: Yeah, great catch there by Smithson and what a throw by he's there to find him on fourth down and 12. We thought they were going to punt it, but no. What a play. What a catch by a Smithson. And the Mustangs keep the drive going. It was designed
2: to roll out play. And Smithson just came free along the sideline, gets to the 20-yard line, so Eldon is on the move. It's going to be a run right side. Shepard angles up the field, 20-yard line, 15. He's got blockers, 10, 5. He is in untouched on a 20-yard rushing touchdown, and he had a rushing touchdown wiped off earlier, but he gets it back here as he takes this one in from 20 pretty easily. Eldon up 6-0 as this one will count.
3: Yeah, he definitely wanted that one back after it got called back, that 58-yarder. But he gets it there with a 20-yard touchdown. What a run there by Shepard. Great blocking by the offensive line of Eldon. Great start for the home team. And Hallsville now down 6-0. They got to find a way to bounce back and get something going on offense.
2: And to kick the extra point for Eldon in just a moment will be Zach Smithson. Anyway, the fourth down catch, and he slips while going to kick it. Doesn't even get it to the crossbar, so that's going to be no good. We've seen in, or it, no conversions for Hallsville affect them a couple times this season, so we'll see if that comes back to hurt Eldon as Smithson fell down. Hallsville offense coming back out onto the field in just a moment, trailing 6 to nothing. when we return on the Show Me Sports Network.
8: At Hallsville School District, our educators do more than just teach. Lives are being shaped for the future before they even enter a classroom. For students to succeed, it takes an entire district-wide team. Join Hallsville School District's team today, now offering competitive salaries and benefits for all positions. Visit Hallsville.org and click on the employment link under Our District tab.
9: Find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business.
2: Back just in time for the Eldon kickoff. It's brought into the 10, angling 15, 20-yard line. Now right side and spinning out of a tackle, the 25, then out of bounds at about the 29, 30-yard line. Didn't even get the time to tell you it was Aiden Lampkins because we came screaming out of the break into that kickoff, but nicely done there by Lampkins to break a couple tackles and give Hallsville some decent starting field position on their second drive of the game.
3: Yeah, it looked like Lampkins spun himself into trouble there on that kickoff return, but then he spun himself right out of it. Great breaking of the tackle there and able to pick up a couple more yards, in which he did in five, so great field position here for the Indians on their own 30 70 yards to go for Hallsville trailing 6-0. to Schmidt,
2: Justin Kraft here on the Show Me Sports Network having a great time calling it as always. First and 10 left side Fowler. He's got room 35-40, and he's up across the 45-yard line, so that's going to go down as a 16-yard run for Fowler, and he's off and running here early in this one. Hallsville on the move up near midfield.
3: Yeah, Fowler, he is a sledgehammer right now, and he's just breaking through that wall. There really isn't a wall because of how big of a sledgehammer Fowler has been and he just ran that one right up the gut and what a run of 16 yards and a first down. Winding down towards a minute to go in the first quarter, so down six to
2: nothing. This is their second drive. They were moving the ball well on the first one before Nichols threw an interception to Wardenburg, his fourth of the season. Empty set, Nichols is gonna run to his right side, 45, 50 yard line and then falls ahead to about the 44. I thought for a moment he was gonna get loose there, but that hole closed quickly. And as soon as we emerge from this dog pile, try and see who made that tackle. And that looks to be number eight, Michael Rugen. He's averaging over five tackles a game. He's already got two here in the first quarter. Nice work there to bring down Nichols just to run a four on first down.
3: Yeah, great tackle by Rugen because it looked like for a sec, like we said, Nichols was going to break free and get into the secondary for even more yardage there on that quarterback keeper and, went, and just wasn't able to get through uh, Rugen.
2: Probably the last play of the first quarter right here. Hallsville right at midfield, 50-yard line. Nichols is going to give Fowler left side, 50-yard line, 45, breaks tackle, 40, and then falls ahead, still driving the legs to the 30, pushes a blocker out of the way and is tackled at the 27-yard line. Isaac Stinson took a stiff arm from his own running back, pushing him <laughs> ahead as Fowler was an absolute bowling ball on that play. Big gain right there at 24 yards.
3: Yeah, great run there by Fowler, and he even knocked over one of his own bowling pins and. Was it Stinson? Yes, I think Stinson, Stinson, the receiver. But what a run there by Fowler, just to keep his legs turning and be that bowling ball, and he just busted right through all the bowling pins in that Eldon defense. And again, Hallsville is in business. Let's see if they're going to be able to find a way to put a touchdown on the board. And they just got to be smart with the football. Last time they were here, you know, Nichols did throw that pick. So hopefully, they can capitalize here just outside of the red zone on the 26-yard line of Eldon. So
2: end of the first quarter, so we'll switch sides of the field. Hollisville 26 yards away from tying this thing up at six or taking the lead. We'll see how this drive continues when we return in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network.
10: Attention Indians fans. Here's your chance to help the student-athletes of Hallsville by becoming a member of the Hallsville Athletic Boosters. Your gifts help provide all Hallsville athletes with a safe and positive experience while attending our school district and also help purchase items that our sports team couldn't otherwise afford. You can join the Hallsville Athletic Boosters this season for as little as $25. Membership is open to everyone. Interested in joining? Look them up on Facebook by searching Hallsville Athletic Boosters or email them at Boosters at gmail.com. Let's go Indians.
2: Welcome back on the Show Me Sports Network. Ben Schmidt, Justin Kraft, here on a really nice night for football in Eldon, Missouri. I think you and I could not be any happier with the weather we've got right now. It's football weather, that's for sure. And Hallsville looking to move the football into the end zone. First down and 10 from the 26-yard line of Eldon. Pistol formation. Nichols got Fowler behind him, and that's going to be a false start on Fowler. He was moving before the snap was made, and this should move Halswell back five yards. Yeah,
3: it's going to be a false start, and Fowler was the Indian in trouble there that picked up the penalty. He was just really eager to get the football there because he knew if he got through that first, you know, front four of that Eldon defense, he was going to, you know, be breaking free and possibly in the end zone.
2: Yeah, that was going to be a run to him off the left side of the offensive line, and he was leaning forward about a second before the snap was made, so. We'll see. Now maybe just give him the ball and pick up all 15 and get him right back out of trouble. We'll see, though, two wide receivers on the play for Hallsville. It's the usual culprits, Lane and Severs and Isaac Stinson. Haven't seen a whole lot of Lampkins receivers so far in this game. Xavier Stinson, the tight end, into block. He now motions into the backfield. Nichols going to keep it running right side. 30-yard line breaks a couple tackles and falls ahead to about the 27. It'll be a short gain as the pocket broke down quickly, second and long upcoming.
3: Yeah, nice little run there by Nichols to get it to second down and manageable. See what they can do here. Second down and 12.
2: Hulzo has gone jumbo packages for most of this game so far. Don't believe we've seen one three wide receiver set so far. We I, Actually, I can recall one where it was Severs, Stinson, and Zach Jure in at receivers but outside of that it's been a whole lot of the heavy stuff it's going to be that again right here Nichols second and 12 foul right behind him Nichols is going to drop back and throw he's looking at all the way he's going to pump now locks his way to the end zone Seavers can't make the catch just over the diving play if that hits him in the hands that's a 40 or excuse me that's a big touchdown right there for Hallsville but it just sailed over his head as he had to look over his other shoulder
3: yeah you're right Ben it just sailed over his head what a ball by Nichols to just get it there over the defender and it looked like Lampkins kind of stopped there he could have you know Probably ran a little bit more and been able to catch it, but just over the head and not able to come down with it in the end zone.
2: Would have been a 28 yard touchdown had the connection been made as Sears ran a double move on Devin Hardy, the sophomore corner, and got behind him. And with third down and 12 upcoming here, was going to call a timeout. Looks like they had a little bit of trouble figuring out what they wanted to run there. So Halswell burns their first timeout of the game. And, Justin, this is kind of when we've seen Hullsville's offense thrive out of these timeouts, need a first down right here to keep this drive alive. And I would expect we're going to get one of Conyers' best calls here at the moment.
3: Yeah, Conyers is definitely dialing up a play call, and he's definitely you know, putting together his best package to get the job done. And what he's probably telling his guys, too, is, hey, we just got to get the first down right here. If we do got something deep, then exploit it, but just be smart. I would not be shocked if we see a design to roll rollout here, maybe. Looks
2: like Zach Jaray is coming into the huddle, which tells me we may see a three-wide receiver set. Haven't seen a whole lot of that so far, but it feels like Hallsville's had some success when you get Nichols out of the pocket, and maybe it's something where he rolls to his left and you put a receiver on a 12-yard hour out right at the sticks. Maybe something along those lines that worked perfectly for Eldon on their last drive, but... Three wide receivers are coming back out onto the field for this play. It is Severs, Jure, and Isaac Stinson far side. And then it looks like six men into block. If you include Xavier Stinson, the tight end he's uses a block are so much. All right, here we go. Eleven thirteen 13 to go in the first half. will down 6 to nothing. third down and 12. Fowler is going to get the handoff. It's a run. No, it's actually Nichols running. It's at the 20, 15, 10, and he is going to fall near the end zone. Did he get in? It's very close, and it looks like he's going to be marked short but regardless it'll be first to go for Hallsville from the one Nichols was off and running
3: yeah what a run and way to turn it up field was Colton Nichols and it looked like Harrison Fowler had the ball at first and totally deceived the whole entire defense they were looking at Fowler and then they're like oh my gosh Nichols has it and Nichols almost able to lay out and get the touchdown with the ball breaking the plane
2: gutsy play call right there on third and 12 to go the QB keeper but it works to perfection and like you said Nichols just a yard away from scoring so you would figure this now first goal from the one is Harrison Fowler territory it's going to be kept by Nichols and he will go into the end zone untouched and also is not at the game at 6 with 10.30 to go in the first half on a beautiful 70 yard drive capped off by a couple Colton Nichols rushes and that will go down as his 12th rushing touchdown of the season.
3: Yep Colton Nichols drops another one into the bank his first nickel dropped in the bank here today and what a job by him and again deception of Fowler going to the outside everyone looked at him went that way End zone, wide open, just walked it right in for Nichols. Great answer for Hallsville.
2: 6-6, six, six. Hallsville going for two. Nichols going to keep it again. He's going to make a couple moves, and Hallsville's got the lead. Almost the same play it looked like as the touchdown. Hallsville runs it for two, and it could not have worked any better. Hallsville now up 8-6, to six and will kick the ball off to Eldon in just a moment. So a successful drive there for Hallsville on their second of the game. They've got the lead. We'll see what the Mustangs can do on offense when we return on the Show Me Sports Network in just a moment.
0: your last
2: line of defense. Back on the Show Me Sports Network, Hallsville just going 70 yards to not only tie the game, but then take the lead on the two-point conversion, both of them with Colt Nichols dancing his way into the end zone. And now here we go, Eldon coming back out on the field for their second offensive drive of the game after they go 84 yards And cap it off with a Christopher Shepard rushing touchdown. Here's the kick brought in at the 15-yard line up to the 20, 25-yard line. And then spinning out of the tackle, 30, and up to about the 35, where the returner will finally be brought down. Nice work there by the Mustangs, and they'll start at their own 35-yard line. So 84 yards on the first drive of the game for Eldon. We'll see if the Hallsville defense has something better in store this time. They got Eldon into a fourth down and 12, but they converted and then ended up picking up the
3: six points. Yeah, great second drive there for Hallsville and now have the lead. Great answer. Shotgun
2: set. We saw the quarterback Hunter Heese in the shotgun for most of that first drive. He's in it to start it right here. From their own 35-yard line, it's going to be a run, left, breaking, tackle, balls on the ground. Hallsville might have it put in the right way. Referees and Hallsville does have it. Abel Finish came out with that football, and it's put on the turf of the first drive of Eldon. First play of the drive by Eldon, an excellent swing of momentum right there for Hallsville.
3: Yeah, big mistake there by Eldon. Put the ball on the turf, and then Hallsville able to jump on it. Great job by Abel Finish and what a job by this defense, and they give the ball right back to Colton Nichols in this offense. A great field position on Eldon's 33 yard line and looking to you know, extend this lead.
2: So Halswell will start at the 33 yard line of Eldon. Best starting field position of the day, and we'll see what Nichols has in store. Trips left in a bunch set for Hallsville. Nichols going to run left. It looks like the QB option is going to keep it. 30-yard line spins up to about the 26 where he's met by a couple Eldon linebackers. Took on Eric Krantz along with Michael Rugen on the play. Both of them get in on the tackle. So it'll be a short gain of about five yards on the play. So it makes a much more manageable second down here in a moment.
3: Yeah, definitely a much more manageable second down here for the Indians. We'll see what Coach Justin Conyers is going to be dialing up here on the second down and five just outside of the red zone are the Indians. Pistol said it's essentially the same formation but flipped as the trips wide receivers are far
2: side Harrison Fowler run left side 25 falls ahead to about the 24 23 needed to get to the 23 so he's right at that mark and I think he's going to be about a yard short it'll bring up a third down for Hallsdale.
3: Yeah you're right Ben he's just short They're actually going to say it's going to be third down and two. So we will see if Colton Nichols will take it here on third down for a little quarterback option or even give the ball to Fowler and let him take the workload like he's been doing all game Halswell needs about a yard and a half
2: leading 8-6-9 to go in the first half it's going to be give Fowler left side, he's got the first down 20, angles left side, 15-10 he's up the sideline right and it's dragged down inside the 5, down to the 4 as he tiptoed his way up that sideline and that should go as a run of about 20 yards on 3rd and 1 for Harrison Fowler, he's got a great first half and Halswell's knocking on the door again
3: yeah, smart, 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 great play call there, get the ball to Fowler And he definitely can pick up two yards. That's nothing in his concern, and especially what Justin Conyers was thinking. What a run there. And now at the three-yard line looking to punch it in again
2: first and goal from the three Hallsville already up two. pistol set Nichols is going to take the shotgun snap give it Fowler up the middle and he powers his way across the goal line touchdown Hallsville as in just a couple minutes the Indians have gone in two different times on the ground they now lead 14 to 6 with a chance for more on the two-point conversion
3: yeah great run there from Fowler and he was in the end zone right away when he got the football and what a job by this Hallsville Indians team both sides of the ball after going down early six to zero they have responded here in the second quarter and now they are up 14 to six and looking to go for two here ben this could be big because it would mean hollinsville would be leading by two scores
2: 835 to go in the first half hollinsville shotgun formation Nichols going to pitch left side fowler's got work to do he's going to go into the end zone as he made a couple of nice cuts right there there were men all in his face as soon as he got the football, but he dances his way in, and Halswell now up 16-6. And Halswell goes touchdown, fumble recovery, touchdown in the blink of an eye. And when we come back in just a moment, Eldon out for the third drive of the game. And when we return on the Show Me Sports Network.
12: Sawdust247.com, Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop.
2: Back on the Show Me Sports Network, Ben Schmidt, Justin Kraft, Hallsville leading 16 to nothing. After they have scored 16 straight, after falling behind six to nothing, it's been all Indians over the last couple drives. They just kicked off a moment ago, and Eldon will start from their own 33-yard line on their third drive of the game. They've gone touchdown on a 20-yard rush by Shepard and then a fumble on their last drive. Two wide receivers far side of the field and running back Shepard into the left of Hunter Heese. The quarterback, he is going to go screen pass far side to wardenberg makes the catch 35-40 and then powers his way about a yard across the first down marker so should go with a gain of about 10 or 11 right there. And that looks to be enough to move the chains. Third catch of the game for Wardenberg. All yeah. three on screens.
3: Yeah, let's see how Eldon responds here. Now down 16-6. to six, And he's, he's got to find a way to drive this offense down the field and put a touchdown on the board. And they definitely don't want to give the ball back to this Hallsville offense that's been so great so far.
2: First down and 10 from their own 44-yard line. Strong right, and it's going to be a run that way to Shepard, who gets across the 45 and then falls ahead to about the 47, so it should be a short gain there on first down. Bring up about a second and seven. Couldn't exactly see who was in on the tackle, but it looks like Abel Finish, who came down from his linebacker spot to make that tackle, he recovered the fumble on their last drive. So now it'll be second down and seven. There is a man down on the field for So He's going to be attended to. And while they do that, we're going to step aside for just a moment. Halls will up 16-6, but Eldon nearing midfield on their third drive of the game. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. <laughs>
0: more volunteers to step up and answer the call stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today i answered the call to serve my community will you
2: back in eldon for mustangs versus indians second down at seven after the short run let you know about the injury in just a moment. Hes is in the shotgun, he's got Shepard lined up on his right side. This we a run from right to left, 45, 50. Shepard's got room, breaks a tackle, and gets right to that first down marker. It'll be close. He either got six or seven on the play. Just a moment ago is Cooper Rhodes, the defensive lineman, who came up limping after the play. He was able to walk off the field under his own power, so hopefully he is all right currently on the sidelines. Rule that Shepard got six on that play. So third down and one now into Hallsville territory is Eldon in this third drive of the game. Big here because Eldon also gets the ball to start the second half. So if Eldon goes on a decent drive here and drains a lot of clock, they could double dip and jump back out in front if everything goes well. Third and one shotgun set for Heath. Wide receiver going in motion. Smithson's going to get it. Running right side. Angle's 45-40. he has got room. Breaks second. 35. He's out of bounds inside the 30-yard line. Dragged down at about the 28. So that'll be just about 20 yards for Smithson, who came in motion, and usually picks up the first down and more for the Mustangs.
3: Yeah, good end-around run there by Smithson, and able to pick up the first down and more, and Eldon is driving here, and like you were saying, Ben, they can find a way to put points on the scoreboard here, use that clock, and then they will be able to get the ball back to start the second half. Under seven minutes to go in the second quarter, now at the
2: 28-yard line of Hossel is Eldon. As usual, he's in the shotgun. It's going to be run to Shepard left side, but he's hit before he can barely get across the line of scrimmage. That'll go down as no gain as Shepard had a little room to work with. Nice work by a couple of men there. Looked to be led by D.J. Larkin, but also in on the tackle was Jaden Walters.
3: Yeah, great job by D.J. Larkin and Jaden Walters. They're able to get to Shepard, and that hole closed in a hurry, and they were able to get to him and he was not able to pick up any yards there on first down with Shepard. So second down at 10, it's a gain
2: of nothing. It's been all runs so far this drive, including one end around for Eldon. Now they've got Bunch set to the right side, going in motion will be Smithson. He's going to get the end around, left side tries angle upfield at the 25 yard line and falls ahead inside of the 25. Looks like he picked up about five and it'll make it a much more manageable third down as Smithson Got his second end-around carry of the drive. Had to do a little dancing for it, but he picks up six.
3: Yeah, good little end-around run there by Smithson. And right now, the clock is ticking. Eldon's using that clock. Let's see if they can find a way to put seven on the board and get right back in this game. So third down and four, five and a
2: half to go in the first half. And a whole lot of men in there to block on the line of scrimmage. Just one wide receiver, far side. Everyone else is bunched up near the right side of the line of scrimmage. Smithson in motion. It's a give to Shepard. Goes up the middle, and it's going to be close whether he got there. I think he was kept short. Maybe picks up about a yard on the play. Looks like they're going to give him two, which will bring up a fourth down and two. And now what does Eldon call just outside of the red zone? With about five minutes to go in the first half after Shepard was stuffed. Nice swarming to the football there by the Halswell defensive line.
3: Yeah, great job by the Halswell defensive line. This will be a big stand if they can find a way to stall the Mustangs. Abel Finous,
2: the linebacker, was calling for some of the Halswell fans that are on the road to get loud before this fourth down and two. He's in the gun. He's got Shepard. It's going to be screened past left side. It's caught. And then getting tackled right at the marker. This is going to be close. I think that was Wardenberg who made the catch, and he was right there, and I do not think he got that first down. They're going to rule him short, and Eldon is turned away on the screen, pass, fourth and two, and here comes the Hallsville offense back out on the
3: field. Yeah, great stand by this Hallsville Indians defense. What a job to stop Eldon just outside the red zone, looking to put points up on the board before the end of this half, and now Colton Nichols and this offense of Hallsville is trotting on out there and they have 4.45 left here in the second quarter to go down the field and put more points on the board and uh, expand this lead. So Halswell will start from their own 20-yard line after the screen
2: pass is turned away on 4th and 2. It's going to be a fake pitch. Nichols had to break a tackle, now goes up to about the 25. That was fine work there by Nichols just to turn that into a 5-yard gain. So 2nd and 5 upcoming. I believe it was Wardenberg who made that catch far side on the fourth down screen he's had four catches in this first half all four on screens and that was the only one that didn't work so far as we've seen wardenburg with the screens and smithson with the end around hoswell turns away eldon as they have now turned over the football on their last two drives we'll see if eldon or excuse me hoswell can make this a three-score game with a long drive here nearing the end of the first half Pistol set, trips wide receiver on the left side. Now Fowler motioned out to that left side. It's a screen pass to Fowler, 25-yard line. He's got space, 30-35. He goes across the 35-yard line up to about the 37. That's a first down for Hallsville. And they look just as crisp as ever on offense with four to go in the first half.
3: Yeah, another great run by Fowler. And he just keeps it going. They just have not had an answer for him all night in the Mustangs.
2: Well, Fowler's been getting north and south. I think that's what... Uh, one of the best qualities about this running back for Hallsville is that he is turning it upfield, doesn't waste any time. First and 10 now, two wide receivers, near side, one far side. Nichols back to throw. He's got a man far side, 35, excuse to be 45, and up to about the 46. Did see that was? That's Zach Jarrett who makes the catch, and that's going to get right up near the first down. Should be second and one on a nicely throw there by Nichols out into the flats.
3: Yeah, good catch by Zach Jarrett there, and... Picks up nine, now second down and one for the Indians.
2: I believe that is the first completion of the game for Nichols and this Hallsville offense. They've ran the ball so well, they haven't needed to throw it all that much. But up until that point when they've tried they were not successful second and one from their own 46 Nichols running left side he's going to keep it 45 he breaks a tackle he's at the 50 he's got speed 45 spins up near the 40 still going 35 30 there's flags 20 yard line 15 angles left 10 5 Nichols is in but will the play count is the question two flags came in on the play in the area of holding it would be a 54 yard rushing touchdown for Nichols if it stands but I don't think it's going to.
3: Yeah, that Hallsville coaching staff not very happy at all. After that penalty was thrown out there on the field as Colton Nichols shimmied his way and was able to turn on the Jets and bounce it into the end zone, but it looks like this one might be coming back. It would
2: go down, like I said, as a rushing touchdown, of 54 yards for Nichols, who broke a whole lot of tackles on the play, but it appears he may have got some assistance from the blockers on the play. Looks like Holden... A holding, but now the referee going over to discuss with Coach Conyers of Hallsville, and it is going to be holding on the offense, maybe even an illegal block, regardless, it was second and one before the play, so we 'll see where they spot this football big touchdown wiped off the board as now both teams have had a touchdown wiped off on a holding call. Now, if there were two different penalties on the play: one was declined looks like the holding call will be de- will be accepted now. Hallsville back backing up. They were at their own 46-yard line, and now they're going to back way up. This could be about a 10-yard penalty, it looks like. Actually, no, it's going to be just a 5-yard penalty. So second and six here in just a moment. The offense backed way up. They were actually just going back to discuss the play. Under three minutes ago in the first half, 255. Hallsville up 16-6, looking to add on. Sievers and Xavier Stinson near side. Isaac Stinson and Zach Jarrett. At wide receiver on the far side. It's been all rushing so far for Hallsville in this first half. Second and five, give to Fowler at the middle. 45 falls ahead to about the 48. He needed to get to the 47, so that should be enough for a first down as he just goes right up the gut and moves the chains.
3: Yeah, great run again by Fowler, and he is just breaking through. He is a sledgehammer that is just tearing up that interior wall of Eldon's defense, and again, Hallsville keeps the drive going, And they are just milking the clock here with the lead up 10.
2: Hallsville trying to make this a three-score game just before half. Two wide receivers near side, one far side. Pistol formation. Nichols dropping back to pass from his own 49. He's got all day to throw. Now we'll scramble right side, trying to buy time with his legs. He's going to take off 50-yard line and then fall ahead to about the 47-46. So after all that, it's going to be just a run of two by Nichols as even though he had all day to throw, that was great coverage on the back end by Eldon.
3: Yeah, great coverage downfield by Elden, not giving Nichols any options downfield, and Nichols able to pick up four there. So it is going to be second down and six.
2: He was at his own 49-yard line, so he gets four, not two on the play. Under two minutes now. Hallsville just one completion, but the rushing attack has been dominant. It's going to be give running left side Fowler, 45. He angles his way up inside the 40, falls ahead to the 38-yard line. That'll be a pickup of about nine. That's a first down. Hallsville just keeps on trucking along on the ground, whether it be Nichols or Fowler.
3: Yeah, we're going to need to see that stat sheet here at the end of the first half because right now the way Fowler's running the football... Feels like he might have 100 yards rushing by the time we get to halftime.
2: He came into this game averaging 99.5 rushing yards per game. Pretty confident after this that average is going to be up in triple digits. First and 10, Nichols dropping back. He's got time shake to tackle. He's going to step up, throwing downfield. Isaac Stinson makes the catch, and he falls down inside the 5-yard line. Should go of a gain of about 36 yards or so. Maybe closer to 34, but regardless, Nichols put that on the money, and Stinson has got his first catch of the game.
3: Yeah, what a catch by Stinson. Goes upstairs and comes down with it, and able to make the catch down at the three-yard line. What a job by Nichols, though, stepping up in the pocket, throwing it deep down the field, and put it right in the basket, and Stinson did the rest.
2: It's a 35-yard catch for Isaac Stinson after Nichols put it just over the leaping hands of the DB, and the coaches for Halswell could not be more fired up for Stinson. Timeout called on the play by the Elden defense. They want to discuss before this first and goal play from the three-yard line, and you would figure based on the way the previous two drives went that Halden would be looking on some sort of read option on this play upcoming. Minute 17 to go in the first half, Halswell can really put Eldon in a hole here with a third straight touchdown drive. Both teams currently discussing on their respective sidelines, Hallsville has gone all rushing attack up until that 35-yard ball, which like you said, Justin, Nichols had to step up in the pocket and that was not an easy throw to make. And Stinson even better on the receiving end, had to leap into the air and brings it in. Still a minute 17 to go in the first half. Looks like the timeout is just about wrapped up and also just yards away from their third touchdown of the game. Three wide receivers emerge from the huddle to come in on the play along with the tight end Xavier Stinson. And here comes the Eldon defense. I think we're all thinking run here, though, on this first and goal play.
3: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they go to Harrison Fowler or do the quarterback read, which has been very successful with Colton Nichols right now if you're Eldon you're backed up on your heels this is not a you know a good spot to be in right now first
2: and goal from the three it's going to be kept by Nichols right side breaks a tackle three yard line and he's in touchdown. Hallsville Nichols second rushing touchdown of the half as one stiff arm there was enough for Colton to make his way into the end zone it's now 22 to 6 Hallsville and the ground attack continues to be working
3: yeah they fell for it again they thought Fowler had it All went Fowler's way, and then Nichols did the rest. Another nickel in the bank. And right now, Hallsville has put up 22 unanswered points since Eldon went up 6-0, and they are going for two. Let's see if they can get this two-point conversion and make it an 18-point game.
2: Looks like exact same formation for Hallsville from the two-yard line, two-point conversion. Nichols takes the snap. It's going to be kept. Jump pass goes for Stinson, and it's going to be intercepted by the linebacker, of eldon looks like it's rugin who brings it in but won't count his interceptions on the two-point conversion but regardless halso has turned away for two they do still lead 22 to 6 and the halso faithful who have made the trip up here to eldon are letting their team hear it quick break here on the show me sports network eldon back out for the last drive of the first half and we're back in just a moment don't go anywhere
13: The free Zealous WBGT app today. Save time, save money, save lives with Zealous WBGT.
2: Back on the Show Me Sports Network. What a second quarter it has been for Hallsville. They trailed six to nothing after Eldon's first drive. Well they went eighty-four yards, but ever since then it has been all Indians, three rushing touchdowns from one yard, and then two of them from three yards to get to the three total. And now they lead twenty-two six. Kickoff is muffed. has got it, and they are going to fall in it at the Mustang's thirty yard line. Wasn't even paying close attention because it seemed like an easy recovery for the returner of Eldon, and it looks like it's going to be Landon Beanland who cost it up, and Eldon is in a world of trouble right now as Hallsville offense comes right back out at the 30-yard line of the Mustangs.
3: Yeah, I have no idea what he was doing right there. It looked like he was playing hot potato, and again, the Mustangs turn the football over, and I know Hallsville is the road team, but right now this Hallsville faithful fateful fans that have shown up here today are just loving it, and they have been the only fans that have been cheering since Eldon scored the opening touchdown but it has been all Hallsville and now they get the ball back after a you know poor execution by the special teams unit of Eldon
2: so 30 yard line of Eldon is where Hallsville will start four four pass catchers in on the play it's Isaac Stinson near side Xavier Stinson and then Seavers and Jare far side, Nichols dropping back to pass, steps up in the pocket, buying time, now throws end zone for Severs, it is caught and he's in, there's a flag on the play, so who knows if it counts, but if it stands, that is a 30-yard leap and grab by Landon Severs for the touchdown and Nichols put it on the money, all indication though is that this one probably will not count, we'll see though, but that was a dime from Nichols.
3: My gosh, yeah, what a throw by Nichols, what a dime, and did he just get Moss there? Because Landon sievers coming down with that catch, my goodness, the defensive back did all he could, but Landon Seavers went upstairs and said, "Let me have it
2: that 's the second time the Nichols has stepped up in the pocket and put a ball perfectly over a DB but probably only able to step up in that pocket because he had a little help on the holding, and that is the call so don 't touch down at back halls up five yards first and fifteen from the thirty five of Eldon just over a minute ago in the first half, and a long, long way to go." But this, this quarter has been the Hallsville team that you've been expecting all season. They are at 2-2, two and two, so they're not not by any stretch of the means a uh, bad start to the season. But this, this team looks like they are they are really rolling right now. So no, yeah, they're
3: really locked in.
2: And 15, Nichols dropping back to pass all day to throw. Now steps up, throwing to the end zone for Isaac Stinson. It's hanging Stinson goes up, and I think that that falls out of his hands incomplete. It was essentially a jump ball right there for Stinson and two defenders in the area for Eldon. Devin Hardy leading the way at corner. And thankful there that that one just falls incomplete because that was a dangerous throw.
3: Yeah, that was a dangerous throw. And I like the aggressiveness right there on first down at 15, trying to get it to Stinson and almost came down with it. But there was three Mustangs in the area of that throw as well. So luckily that one fell incomplete
2: we'll tell you what the right tackle cooper Rhodes there took his man to the ground and that's part of what gave stinson so much time to throw that was one heck of the block by the right tackle of hallsville it's now second and 15 at the 35 yard line of eldon shotgun snap for nichols it's going to be give running right side Fowler trying to turn the corner at the 35 but he's dropped at the 36. nice tackle there by the defensive lineman of eldon and i think that's going to be dakota collins who makes that tackle And now with a third down, and long upcoming in 45 seconds to go in the half, Hallsville's going to use a timeout and draw something up here, third and 15.
3: Yeah, let's see what they can do here. Like you said, Ben, every time Hallsville calls a timeout, they always find a way when Justin Conyers has got the playbook in hand to figure something out and get the first down and make this Hallsville faithful fans that are here tonight here in Eldon just go wild. So both teams...
2: Meeting up, third down to 15. Last time, Halswell had a third and long. They went with the QB option, and Nichols took it, brought it all the way down inside the five. Interesting to see whether they go a similar run approach here or try to push the ball down the field through the air. Just a couple completions on Nichols' line so far in this first half. Hasn't needed them, though, because the combination of Nichols' legs and Fowler's legs have just been money in the bank for Hallsville so far.
3: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, like you said, if they do run it here, quarterback Reed, for Colton Nichols, or if they go to Harrison Fowler, in which he has just been dominating that interior front four of the Eldon defense, just running right up the gut to, you know, set them up, because right now, 22-6, 45.5 seconds left here before the half, they're definitely in, you know, two-play territory to go for it on fourth down after this play third and 15 far side hash it's play
2: action Nichols dropping back he's going to step up launching to the end zone for Isaac Stinson again it's going to go up and it's incomplete excellent pass break up there by Devin Wardenburg and the back of the end zone as he was on Stinson like blue, like glue it was a one-on-one shot for Stinson there to try to make the catch but just good coverage right there and it's going to be fourth and 15 now
6: yeah I was
3: just impressed by Nichols to get the throw out there he got sandwiched by one of the Eldon defenders and just able to get that off and give stinson a shot at it almost came down with it there in the back of the end zone well interesting decision right now fourth and 15
2: for halso they're at the 35 yard line of eldon you could either punt this one away and essentially end the half at 22 to 6 Maybe if you don't convert this, you give Eldon a chance to get into scoring range. We'll see what Hallsville does. They're going to go design out. Nichols running to his left. He's got to get a throw off third and 15 throws on the sideline. It's caught. It's at the 25, but it's not going to get the first down. Isaac Stinson made the sliding grab for about 10 yards. And I guess really not the worst thing in the world right there because you, even though you don't convert with just 30 seconds, now Eldon is way backed up at their own 25 yard line. Perfect throw just wasn't past the sticks. Nichols had to get it away right there.
3: Yeah, just nothing Hallsville could have done right there. Is a great catch there by Stinson along the sideline to make that catch, but he was just short of the first down marker. And like you said, Ben, only 31.8 seconds left on the clock before halftime. So if you're the defense here of the Indians, don't get beat deep, be smart, and you'll be just fine going into the half of 22 to six Own
2: 24 yard line Shepard running left side and he has met in the backfield by a defender there for Hallsville think that was DJ Larkin as he did not allow Shepard to even get back to the line of scrimmage on the run and with the clock ticking down that may just take us to the end of the half Our arguably the best defensive line play we've seen so far as Larkin shot the gap right there to make the play. Under 10 seconds now, Elden coming up to the line of scrimmage. We may see one more play left in the half. Hunter, he's dropping back to throw. He's just going to chuck it up far sideline, and it will go out of bounds in the clock hits double zero so nice defensive stand there by Hallsville to close it out and overall what a heck of a second quarter for the Indians as after falling behind six to nothing they'll head into the locker room up 22 to six thanks to three rushing touchdowns by the Indians
3: yeah great second quarter there by the Hallsville Indians especially being on the road they took all of the life out of the Eldon Mustangs and their fans here tonight here in Eldon and really what a yeah! Second quarter up twenty-two to six. As we are now at the half, we will see if the Hallsville Indians can find a way to keep this momentum and you know carry it over into the second half like they did here in the second quarter, second quarter, and keep the Eldon Mustangs on their heels.
2: So Hallsville at three and two. Eldon, or excuse me. Hallsville at two and two. Looking to get to three and two. Eldon at three and one. Looking to get to four and one but a really encouraging first half defensive performance by the Indians considering they're facing an offense that dropped 75 points just two weeks ago. Long way to go, but Hallsville has held them to just six. Tonight. A couple stats for you real quick. Nichols finishes the first half with two rushing touchdowns. Did throw the one interception, but he was dynamic as usual with the legs. Fowler was dominant in the backfield. He rushes for one touchdown. Don't have the exact number, but I would guess he's probably pushing 100 rushing yards at this point. He was great in the first half. A couple of stats for Eldon as well. Devin Wardenberg had one interception for the Mustangs. He was locked down essentially whenever he was targeted. Hunter Heath haven't called his name a whole lot because Christopher Shepard has gotten a bunch of the carries, and he did have a 20-yard rushing touchdown. Devin Wardenburg, the leading receiver so far for Eldon with four catches. So 22-6, to our score. Hallsville leads this one. They're going to win their second straight after beating Versailles last week. Eldon looking to avoid dropping their second straight after they lost to Osage last Friday. We're going to take a quick break and we'll continue to recap everything that you just heard on the first half of of football. We'll be back in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network.
4: Dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty
6: at the Boone County Journal we're with you all the way We know that you're more than just a subscriber you're an employer you're a parent you're a neighbor.
7: 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions
1: the following public service announcement is brought to you by the eddie goodell society jefferson city chapter 10 doing little things to make a big difference
12: want to make a big difference in your community be kind to others drive
1: safely and put litter in its proper place Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by
8: doing something nice for someone today.
4: Take the walk,
6: Eddie.
8: At Hallsville School District, our educators do more than just teach. Lives are being shaped for the future before they even enter a classroom. For students to succeed, it takes an entire district-wide team. Join Hallsville School District's team today, now offering competitive salaries and benefits for all positions. Visit Hallsville.org and click on the employment link under our district tab.
9: find out more on Custom Laser Engraving LLC, a veteran-owned business.
10: Attention Indians fans, here's your chance to help the student athletes of Hallsville by becoming a member of the Hallsville Athletic Boosters. Your gifts help provide all Hallsville athletes with a safe and positive experience while attending our school district and also help purchase items that our sports team couldn't otherwise afford. You can join the Hallsville Athletic Boosters this season for as little as $25. Membership is open to everyone. Interested in joining? Look them up on Facebook by searching Hallsville Athletic Boosters or email them at Hallsville Athletic Boosters at gmail.com. Let's go, Indians.
11: Freedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism.
2: Halftime here on the Show Me Sports Network, Hallsville and Eldon duking it out for about the last hour or so, and now about 15 more minutes to both teams hit the field for the second half. I'll tell you what. Hallsville about a week ago at this time was sitting at one and two back-to-back losses, including a really deflating one against Boonville, 59-58. And still one more big half of football to play, but about as good of a last week as you could have asked for for Hallsville. The way they beat for sales last week and the way they look so far tonight. And talked a little bit about this with Coach Conyers in the pregame interview, and you heard him say that these couple games could continue where they're going to go towards the end of the season. This has to be what he was hoping for. In and, and the physicality department, Hallsville looks far and away like a really good football team.
3: Yeah, I know he's definitely telling his team right now in the locker room, hey, way to go, way to find a way there in the second quarter to just punch them in the mouth and really dictate this you know, game so far through one half. Really in that first quarter was all Eldon, went up 6-0, and then in the second quarter was just an offensive score fest for Hallsville. And now they're up 22 to six and kind of just you know cut the life out of this you know Eldon team and this Eldon crowd and really yet yeah, coach Connors, Conyers is not complaining at all he is very impressed with his team and like you said, Ben, they are carrying over that momentum in which they did against Versailles last week in the win and they are definitely doing that here again today against Eldon. And we will see if they can carry that over into the second half against this Mustang squad because I know Eldon's going to try and find a way to get themselves back in this game and not let, you know, Hallsville punch them in the mouth like they did in that second quarter.
2: Ben Schmidt, Justin Kraft on the Show Me Sports Network. If you missed what occurred in the first 24 minutes of play, I'll recap it for you real quick. This thing started with Halswell getting the football, and they were looking good on their first drive of the game. Andu Elden Territory moving the football through the run and through the air, but then Colt Nichols tried to take a shot toward the end zone, and Devin Wardenburg jumped in front of the post route and intercepted. Eldon then went 84 yards on their drive and got in for six points thanks to a 20-yard Christopher Shepard rushing touchdown. And early on, this thing was all Mustangs, but ever since then, Halsville has really gone to work. Three touchdown drives thanks to a one-yard rushing touchdown by Colt Nichols, a three-yard rushing touchdown by Harrison Fowler, and another rushing touchdown for Colt Nichols. This one also from three yards. Mixed in there with a couple of turnovers for Eldon. It was a fumble recovered by Abel Finish as Shepard put it on the ground. Turnover on downs, and then another fumble for Eldon as they fumbled on the kickoff as the returner for Eldon, Landon Beanland, just couldn't hang on to the football. So a sloppy second quarter for Eldon led Hallsville to take advantage and they're now in the locker room up 22-6. to and hopefully we see the same sort of physicality out of this Hallsville offense in the second half. I would guess that we probably see a little bit more attacking through the air out of this Eldon offense in the second half. It's Hunter Heese, the quarterback, coming into this game with eight passing touchdowns and 46% completion percentage, so has been able to, to throw the ball, and this is his third season as the quarterback for Eldon, so it's not like he's just been thrown into the fire, but they have not given him a whole lot of chance to throw the ball down the field. Zach Smithson had, had a catch on a fourth down and 12 conversion, but that's about as far as we've seen. He in this offense throw the ball Wardenberg has four catches but all four of them have been screens Now, outside of that it hasn't been a whole lot so down 22 to 6 eldon needing to make a statement drive to start this third quarter I would guess we maybe see a little bit more utilization out of the wide receivers here and see he's maybe pushed the ball down the field a little more
3: yeah they definitely need to find a way coming out of the half you know to start off this third quarter they get the ball first so they got to find a way to get themselves you know right back in this game yes they're only down by 16 right now but that's three scores they need to find a way to really counter with a punch of their own offensively and like you said he's has got to find a way to throw the ball down the field they really haven't done much they've been throwing it east and west and it's been working out but it really hasn't been you know moving the football down the field and really making Hallsville's defense work
2: and a big thing for Hallsville too is if The biggest bright spot in the first half on offense for Eldon would be Christopher Shepard, the senior running back who's averaging 130 rushing yards per game. Figures at this point to probably get to that mark as he ripped off some big runs, including the 20-yard rushing touchdown, also the 58-yarder called back. He ripped off some big runs. But if Hallsville continues to add to their lead and drain some clock in the second half, Eldon's not going to have the time to feed Shepard the football. They're going to have to work quickly. So to an extent, you kind of take Shepard out of the equation when he's one of the biggest weapons for that Mustang offense, a big, big positive for the Hallsville defense. And I'm sure, once again, they will try to zone in on Shepard and then add to their lead early on and then make Eldon beat them through the air because they have to throw fast.
3: Yeah, I just want to see, too, what this Eldon defense is going to do. They got punched in the mouth early against uh, Harrison Fowler and Colton Nichols when it comes to running the football, both of them using their legs and really exploiting this Eldon defense. Will they find a way to really stack the box and keep Harrison Fowler and Colton Nichols in check when it comes to running the football and the run game and really just see what they can do because their secondary hasn't been that bad. They haven't really let anything beat them deep. And so let's see if they can find a way to stop the run and make Colton Nichols find a way to beat them with his arm in the second half.
2: Well I will say I was I was impressed with a couple of the throws out of Nichols so far in this ball game as he does have six passing touchdowns, fixed four hundred and sixteen passing yards total through his three and some change games coming into this one. And didn't throw the ball whole lot in this first half because he didn't have to. Running the ball so well, no need to put it through the air. But a couple times Nichols did throw the ball downfield. The thirty-five yard connection to Isaac Stinson put it right on the money. Then did the exact same thing to Sievers on another 30-plus yard throw where he stepped up in the pocket. That's a throw you have to put some air under because the corner is in front of the receiver there, so you have to get it over the corner. And both times uh, Nichols did that, put it right on the money. Second time it was called back, so it didn't count. But, I mean, that's, that's some, real, it's just some real improvement there out of a guy who was making his first couple starts of the season to step up in the pocket there and then push the ball downfield. As much as I'd like to think I have a decent arm, I don't know if I could put, throw it 35 yards on the money like he did. So that's, that's not an easy throw whatsoever, and, and, and good for Nichols. If, if he has to throw the ball a little bit more in the second half, based on what we've seen tonight, I have the confidence that he'll be able to do that.
3: Oh, yeah, and he's definitely showing, like you said, on those two times when he stepped up in the pocket and he capitalized to Lampkins and to Stinson, and There's no question that that ankle is definitely feeling a lot better, and he's definitely showing that, and you can definitely take that Band-Aid off of that ankle because it's looking like it's 100%.
2: We're about seven and a half minutes or so from getting going in the third quarter. Eldon will get the ball to start the second half. They scored on their first drive of the game, have not really sniffed the end zone since. Halls are looking to keep things rolling on the defensive side. They allowed six points on the first drive last week to Versailles, Then the Versailles never saw the end zone again. Maybe a similar fate for this Mustangs team. Hosel's faithful, certainly hoping that that will happen is there is a whole lot of purple mixed in throughout this crowd here in Eldon so as usual fans making the trip here and if you're not here but listening with us thank you so much for spending your Friday on the Show Me Sports Network and continuing to do that when we get into the second half of football we're going to step away for another couple minutes and then when we return get you ready for the third quarter of action it'll start with the Hallsville defense when we return on the Show Me Sports Network don't go anywhere
12: Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community wood shop.
4: dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty at the Boone County Journal we're with you
6: all the way we know that you're more than just a subscriber you're an employer you're a parent you're a neighbor
7: 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions
1: the following public service announcement is brought to you by the eddie goodell society jefferson city chapter 10 doing little things to make a big difference
12: want to make a big difference in your community be kind to others
1: drive safely and put litter in its proper place Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis
8: Browns by doing something nice for someone today.
6: Take the walk, Eddie.
8: At Hallsville School District, our educators do more than just teach. Lives are being shaped for the future before they even enter a classroom. For students to succeed, it takes an entire district-wide team. Join Hallsville School District's team today, now offering competitive salaries and benefits for all positions. Visit Hallsville.org and click on the employment link under our district tab.
9: Find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business.
10: Attention, Indians fans! Here's your chance to help the student athletes of Hallsville by becoming a member of the Hallsville Athletic Boosters. Your gifts help provide all Hallsville athletes with a safe and positive experience while attending our school district and also help purchase items that our sports team couldn't otherwise afford. You can join the Hallsville Athletic Boosters this season for as little as $25. Membership is open to everyone. Interested in joining? Look them up on Facebook by searching Hallsville Athletic Boosters or email them at HallsvilleAthleticBoosters at gmail.com. Let's go, Indians!
2: back on the show me sports network about a minute or so away from getting the third quarter underway here in eldon ben schmidt justin Kraft on the show me sports network we just recapped all of what took place in the first half a couple minutes ago here a couple minutes ago here and now it looks like we're about ready for the third quarter we were treated to a whole lot of homecoming festivities in this halftime show while we were away and you have to say i think it, it, it captivated both of our attention for a little bit and you were intrigued by the naming of the homecoming king and queen, at least.
3: Yeah, I was very intrigued. took me back to those good old days in high school, you know. Homecoming. A lot of fun. Looks like now they're going to change the clock to about three minutes until we kick off
2: the second half. So I guess you and I can jibber-jabber on here for a little bit before we get this thing going. I'll ask you this question. Who is your pick-to-click in the second half for this Hallsville team? Is it Colton Nichols, the quarterback, a receiver, Harrison Fowler? Who is it? Maybe you're a defender.
3: Man, that's really hard because you just named pretty much all three guys. That If I could put them all together. Oh, you, wait, can. But you, you I, can. No, no, no. I'll choose one. <laughs> uh, I would definitely say Harrison Fowler. I think he's going to kick it into the gear, and I don't think Hallsville is going to go away from what they've been doing here in the first half, and that's running the football until Eldon, finds a way to counter back and stop it. But I really think they're just going to, you know, especially up 22-6 to six here, use that clock. They have the lead and just, yeah, produce with the sledgehammer and Harrison Fowler and keep breaking through that Eldon Mustangs defensive wall, which has really been non-existent.
2: Well, Fowler had a big week last week, essentially playing wildcat quarterback for the entire second half, scored two touchdowns, like I mentioned a couple times, came into the game averaging just a tick under 100 rushing yards per game, And we don't have the live stats here as the game is going on. But just based on the way the first half went, if it's a similar story in the third and fourth quarters, we could be sitting here with Fowler looking at 200-plus rushing yards. He's been that good tonight. Nichols also, who averaged 180 rushing yards per game. It's probably going to get near or around that number. The passing yard is probably going to be into double digits unless Hallsville really changes up the playbook in the second half, but can't complain when you're running the ball the way that Hallsville does. On the other side for Helena, I know we both mentioned this in halftime, but I think at some point we see Heese in the quarterback position attack more down the field throwing the football because in, in, limited, in, in limited times we've seen them, it looks like Wardenburg and Smithson are, are athletic players out there just haven't targeted them down the field yet in this one.
3: Yeah, we'll see what Heese is going to do here offensively and find a way to push the ball down the field and get it to Wardenberg and Smithson, the two wide receivers that have been you know uh, targeted the most by Keys in that first half let's see if you know they find a way based off their ability to push the ball down the field and give themselves the ability to have a shot at coming back in this game
2: well, we're going to take one last 30-second break on the Show Me Sports Network. And we're back, Eldon, to receive the football and start the third quarter here on the Show Me Sports Network. Back to start the third quarter on the Show Me Sports Network. And as we mentioned, it is Eldon starting with the football. Kick is away. And after a very short return, it's going to be brought down at the 33-yard line, and that's where Eldon will start. They've got to go now 67 yards to try and score and get back in this game. to start the third quarter, six seconds coming off the clock on the kickoff there just a moment ago, and here comes Hunter Heese and the Eldon offense. We'll see what they've got in store. First play run, Shepard left side. He breaks tackle 35 and dragging his way to about the 40, so he'll pick up about seven yards on the play. That was a nice, tough run there by Shepard. He did have a pretty good first half outside of the fumble but rushing yards-wise, he was he was pretty dominant back there out of the backfield.
3: Yeah, he definitely was. And a good run there again by Shepard, picking up 60 yards there on first down. And let's see what Eldon can do here because right now they need to capitalize to get themselves right back in this game.
2: Second down and about four yards Got to the 40-yard line there, so actually closer to three. Shepard run, breaks tackle, and then is hit at the line of scrimmage. Flag on the play as well, and so this may be coming back, but Tyson Perigo made the tackle to bring Shepard down right at the line of scrimmage. Nicely done right there. I actually rule that Shepard got a yard on the play, but we'll see whether the flag moves the Eldon offense back. I think it will. Yep, that's on the offense, so back him up. That's a big call right there. Now it's going to be second down and a little bit longer.
3: Yeah, that is a big call right there, but what a tackle, like you said, Ben, by Tyson Perego, and makes the stop, but then the penalty there on the offensive line of Eldon's gonna back them up, so let's see what they can do here. Now backed up second down in about 14.
2: That's a big call because Eldon was at their own 40, and the referees put it all the way back at their own 28-yard line, so second and 16 after it was second and just about four yards. To go here comes the snap it's going to be give left side Shepard he moves to us to 35 par- driving his way up near that marker and it looks like he's gonna be brought down at right the 35 yard line so should be a long way to go about third down and nine upcoming nice yeah. run there to make it from second and 16 to 39 though
3: yeah great run there by Shepard just to get Eldon back into manageable situation here on third down and nine let's see if Eldon and he's can find a way to find one of his wide receivers down the field, pick up the first down, keep this drive alive. Own 35 yard line, really need closer to eight yards. He's dropping back to pass.
2: He's got some time now rolling right, chucks it for Smithson and it goes over his head and out of bounds. Really didn't have a whole lot of room to work with. And it wasn't even Smithson he was going for. It was the wide receiver, Jalen Beckman. And he just ran out of room along the sideline and now four down and nine. And with a whole lot of substitutions, who knows what Eldon will do right here. Great coverage right there by the Indians.
3: Yeah, great coverage by the Indians, and that was safety Aiden Siskos-Zodroski. What a job by him, great coverage, able to be right on the wide receiver's hip for Eldon right there, and not able to come up with a catch along the sidelines, and not a start for Eldon.
2: Eldon's gonna punt the football away, back deep to receive at about his own 35. It bounces at the 40, then takes a generous bounce for Hallsville, and it looks like those started about their own 38 after the punt. Hallsville forces a three and out to start the second half. Nicely done by the defense.
3: Yeah, great job by the Hallsville Indians defense. Stops Eldon, makes them go three and out. Not what Eldon wanted there, especially down 22 to six. Now you're giving the ball back right away to Colton Nichols in this offense, and they are just gonna be looking to trot down the field and keep adding points onto the scoreboard because right now they are dominating and they are just looking to keep on doing just that.
2: So here comes the Hallsell offense, they had three rushing touchdowns in the first half, Own 37 first down, Nichols is going to give it to Fowler actually keeps it himself, angles outside 40, 45 yard line, still spinning his way up past the 50 into Eldon territory, and that'll go as a run of about 15 yards, and Eldon took on just about every Mustang defender he could, and powered his way upfield.
3: Yeah, great run there by Nichols, and again the run game is killing Eldon, they are just backed up on their heels and just nothing they can do against this one-two punch and Nichols and Harrison Fowler when they have the ball.
2: Just over two minutes into the second half, Hallsville up 22-6, just forced a three and out from Eldon, now into their territory on their first offensive drive. Pistol set, give running Fowler left side at the line of scrimmage he's met and then keeps turning the legs all the way up near the 40-yard line, so it should go of a run of about eight after originally looked like he may just pick up two, Fowler pushed a couple Elden defenders up near their 40 yard line. That was a big physical run right there.
3: Yeah, that for sure was a big physical run there by Harrison Fowler. And every time he touches the football, he's got to be averaging at least six or seven yards on each rushing attempt. So we'll
2: see what now second and two Hallsville decides to do strong left side with a tight end blocking behind the line of scrimmage ball is snapped low nichols picks it up tries to do something with it and then slides down at about his 42 so he's going to lose a couple yards on the play as the snap was low nichols try to make something out of nothing before a couple elder defenders uh, emerge on him including michael rugin the linebacker who then gives a hand to nichols to help him get up so nice nice showing his sportsmanship right there third down and about four now
3: yeah, this would be a big stand for the Eldon defense if they can find a way to stall Hallsville's drive here with a couple first downs. And, and now they're on their side of the field Four. and see what, yeah, see what happens.
2: Four pass catchers in on the play for Hallsville. Nichols dropping back to pass, looking right. He now scrambles away and then falls down, and he's going to be taken down back inside his own territory. And he was trying to get out of the pocket and I think just lost his footing. Really not even a sack right there as he goes from the 42 of Eldon back to his own 48-yard line and was trying to roll out right and buy some time to hit either Xavier Stinson or Severs, who were on the right side, and then went down his own side of the field. It looks like they're going to rule forward progress, though. 48-yard line, their own side now for Hallsville. So they go back on their own side of the field, fourth down and 14, would guess Nichols is going to punt now. He's standing at about his own 40-yard line. No one back to receive for Eldons. This could work out well for Well, Nichols boots it away, and it is a beauty. Lands at about the 15, and that's going to roll down near about the 14-yard line. Can't ask for much more right there.
3: No, yeah, not a bad punt there by Colton Nichols. I know right there on that third down, he wasn't too happy that he slipped and fell down as he was trying to escape from the pocket and look for a wide receiver down the field, but great job though by Eldon their offense got stalled on their first drive coming out of the second half now they get the ball back here but their defense stands and holds Hallsville and stalls their drive and now you know Eldon is still in it down by three scores but they need a touchdown here to get themselves revamped and have some momentum 7.37
2: 7.37 to go in the third quarter. Hossel up 22-6, and Eldon starting this drive from their own 14. Hayes takes a snap. It's a run right side. He's keeping it. Breaks tackle the 14, and then falls ahead to about the 17. He took on the linebacker, Ava Elfinish, and just pushed him out of the way. Looking at the just size of these two, don't think that was a totally fair matchup sidewise. Heese is 6'4", 175, and Elfinish is 6'1", 180. So similar in weight, but he's a, a definitely a taller guy and he made it work right there on the run of four.
3: Yeah, good a little quarterback designed run there by He's. But like we've been saying, we haven't seen much action with the arm. Throwing it down the field, we'll see what Eldon does right here on this play. Second down at six, snap to give
2: left side Shepherd. He's got a ton of space, 25-30. He's up near midfield, 45 breaks a tackle, and he's going to be down right about there as there was a whole lot of green grass ahead for Shepard. He wasn't even hit until he was up near about his own 40-yard line, gets to his 46, and that'll go down of a run of 28 yards for Shepard, and the Eldon offense is in business.
3: Yeah, he was off to the races right there. Great run right there, and the Mustangs are in business, and they have just on their side of the field on the forty-six.
2: And before this play will even happen, I think we may get a timeout taken by the Hallsville defense. Looks that way as now with Eldon approaching midfield, down by 16 points, Hallsville wants to discuss a couple things. We'll step away for a quick moment out of the timeout. Hallsville will be back on defense. anywhere. we will be right back on the Show Me Sports Network.
12: Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop.
2: Back in Eldon, Missouri, Hallsville and Eldon on this Friday night, week five of the season. Eldon sitting at three and one, Hallsville at two and two. And we'll see with a big third quarter upcoming, big drive really upcoming right here because Eldon can make this just a one score game with a touchdown right here. Hallsville looking to keep their 16-point lead. First down and 10 after the big run by Christopher Shepard of about 28 yards, and now shotgun Shepard's going to get the ball again, running left side. He's hit, but then keeps moving the legs, gets into Hallsville territory, and will be dragged down at about the 48-yard line. So should go of a run of about six yards or so and make a second down and short here in just a moment.
3: Yeah, could run right there by Shepard, and it seems right now the Mustangs are countering with their offensive punch, running the ball as well. We are midway through the third, but I think they're going to need to start taking some chances with Heese's arm and use that passing game because right now they are just running the ball and that clock is not in their favor and they need to get it in the end zone in a hurry.
2: Halfway through the third quarter, Heese will keep it himself running left side. He's going to break a tackle the backfield but then be hit before he can get back to that line of scrimmage he originally shook the linebacker but then was met I think it was Garrison Ballard back there who made the ca- made the tackle and that's going to go as exactly no gain right there nice work there by Ballard to shoot the gap and bring Heath down
3: yeah great tackle there and just a swarm of pursuit to get to Heath and now third down and three let's see what Eldon is going to dial up here on this third down and let's see if Hallsville can stall the drive again Eldon at the 47 of Hallsville. They need to get about the
2: 45-44, and the center picked up the ball, and that should go down as a false start and back everything up. Was the third down of about wow. two or three, and instead it's going to be third down and long. Yep, it's a false start on the offense.
3: Yeah, that's really going to hurt. Very uncanny mistake there by the center, and like you said, it did seem a little awkward there. He did pick up the ball as he was getting set, and yeah, that's going to move the Mustangs back, and so... Was a third down and three, now going to be a third down and eight. Scoreboard
2: says that Eldon needs to get to the 45-yard line of Hallsville. Mustangs are snapping it from about their own 47. So we'll see now in a third down and eight, five to go in the third quarter, what's the Mustangs pull out of the hats. Smithson goes in motion, and now it's going to be snapped to he. Snap doesn't even come before. I believe that's a timeout. So just all sort of confusion here for the Mustangs first have the false start to back them up and now have to burn a timeout before a big play call right here. And Hallsville's got to be looking at their chops right now.
3: Yeah, for sure. Hallsville is definitely looking their chops. And Eldon's got to figure out this massive confusion right now. The last two plays, the center makes a very uncanny mistake moving the football, and then they can't figure it out with the play call coming in. Hopefully they can figure it out there on the sidelines during this timeout because right now they need an answer because we are approaching you know, the last portion of the third quarter, 4.59 left. They need points in a hurry.
2: Well, I would guess, considering Smithson came in motion on that third down play, both of the other two times, he has gotten the ball in an end around right there. And at the very least, you would figure that the ball was supposed to be snapped and fake it to him. But once the ball wasn't snapped and Smithson ran on by, everyone kind of looked over towards the far sideline and as soon as that happened, the timeout was called. So both teams have used the timeout in this third quarter and a very big play call upcoming for Eldon. You would assume at this point, considering they went for it four down and long earlier, that they would do so again. It's probably two down territory, needing eight yards, trailing by 16 points needs to get to the 45-yard line of Hallsville. Two wide receivers far side and a tight end looking like he's going to block near side. It's a high snap. It goes over his head. It's bouncing, and the quarterback just has to fall in it near his own 31-yard line, excuse me, 36-yard line. That'll go down to a loss of 12, and now Eldon and a whole world of hurt as that was a high snap.
3: Yeah, a whole world of hurt right there. He's not able to corral the snap there, and the uh, center again if it's not moving the ball, he makes a bad snap. There goes over the head of Heath, and now Eldon is really backed up, and that's not what they wanted out of the time out. Now backed up, fourth down to 21, and they're going to have to punt. Yeah, it looks like this
2: offense for Eldon will just punt it away. Here's the snap. It is booted. It's a pretty good kick. Goes over the head of the returner, bounces at about the 27, and then will slow up at about the 22. So that's where Hallsville will start their next drive at their own 22-yard line, but a chaotic finish to that drive for the Mustangs. They had third and just needing three yards, but they go false start, timeout, and then snap over the head of the quarterback, not the way Eldon wanted to finish. And now here comes Hallsville. A long drive here with a touchdown could really not be the final nail in the coffin, but put Eldon really up against the back against the wall.
3: Yeah, it definitely could put Eldon's backs against the wall and really separate this Hallsville lead and possibly, you know, give them the edge in which they have had predominantly throughout this whole entire game. And surprisingly, Eldon's defense has held up so far through the third, but they need a big stand right here. Own 22
2: pistol formation, give to Fowler off to the right side. He will hit a couple of defenders up near the 25 yard line. And get what looks to about the 26 which means a gain of four yards was pistol formation with three wide receivers all in a bunch on the near sideline looks like that's going to be the exact same formation here on second down and about six puzzle needs to get to the 35 for a first down there at about the 31 no longer in trips formation as one wide receiver goes far side that's stevers And Stinton are near us. Pistol formation once again. It's going to be Keeper Nichols running right side, breaks a tackle, spins his way up near the 37 38 yard line. He's not going to get the first down, but he's going to get very close to it. Excuse me. It's actually going to get the first down. So a nice run there by Nichols to move the chains.
3: Yeah, great run there by Nichols, spinning and maneuvering and able to get the first down. I said 37 38
2: it was actually meant to say 33 34 he's tackled at the 34 yard line and Hallsville needing to get only to the 32 moves the chain so now receivers two of them on the far side it's going to be give to Fowler running that way he's going to bounce it outside and then moves the legs up to about the 39 yard line should be a gain of about five on first down as we approach three minutes ago in the third quarter
3: yeah great run there by Fowler bounces it out to the right side down the sideline and Hallsville Justin Conyers just dialing up plays and just keeping the running attack going and there's nothing you need to change here when everything is just working a okay and Eldon's just not able to stop it.
2: Biggest thing is your Hallsville is burning a whole lot of time and if you can Get this drive into the fourth quarter and then score. And like I said a moment ago, it would be real tough for Eldon. Second and five, Nichols going to pitch it running left. fowler has got work to do. Now he goes all the way across the field, 45, and then trucks his way into Eldon territory across the 50 to the 49. He caught that pass midside and then angled all the way back across to the other side. But if you can tell, the inflection in my voice getting a little lower, and that's because now see the yellow laundry on the field. And all indication is that first down run will be coming back.
3: Yeah, that's going to hurt there, especially for Harrison Fowler. Great little play design there. Got the ball to him and got the first down and more. But Yellow hanky out on the field, that's a penalty. That's going to back up the Indians. Looks
2: like an illegal block on Hallsville. So now we see how far this one is going to be backed up. They were at their own 39 and were in Eldon territory on that run. But now this, this football is going to be all the way back to about the 26-yard line. So that's a that's a big penalty right there. And now, second and a whole long way to go. Second and 18, Bax Halls will up 13 yards. Now we'll see if they're a little bit more willing to push the ball down the field not four down territory on their own side of the field, so we'll see what they do these next two plays. Ships wide receivers far side one near side. Nichols going to run right now we will shake a tackle. 25 up near the 30. He's still running 35 yard and he's got room far side on 45 and he's dragged down across the first down marker. He needed 18 and he got basically 18 on the play. Looks like that's going to be a first down and 10 for Hallsville as Nichols uses the legs right there.
3: Yeah, Nichols shows off his speed and Kicks it into another gear, and that has got to be a massive breakdown by the defense. For second down and 18, and Nickel was able to pick up all 18 yards and a little bit more to get the first down. What a run by Colton Nichols! So first down for Holsclaw after an 18-yard carry
2: by Colton Nichols. One heck of a run right there.
1: This is the Hallsville Indians postgame show on the exclusive home for Indians football, the Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew will discuss their thoughts on tonight's game as well as look ahead to the next action for the Indians. Exclusive postgame coverage of Hallsville Indians football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society. Find Custom Laser Engraving LLC, Hallsville Athletic Boosters, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, Sawdust Studios, and Zealous WBGT. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Hallsville Indians football on the Indians Radio Network. Now let's go live to the field of the Show Me Sports Network broadcast
2: booth. A happy post game show here here in Eldon, and that 's because Halle just took their second straight victory, second straight road victory, and will be heading back down with a forty four fourteen win at defeating the Mustangs who dropped their second game in a row. Happy post game everyone i 'm Ben Schmidt along with me, Justin Kraft, and it was our pleasure to bring with you the broadcast of tonight 's game as always once again, I want to apologize for the technical difficulties you had mixed there, mixed in there for the fourth quarter, but you get the gist of it because Hallsville dominated late in this one thanks to a twenty two point put away fourth quarter. This thing was as close as an eight point game at one point after a hunter he's bomb for a touchdown to Devin Hardy. But ever since then Hallsville went sixty seven yard dive, sixty seven yard drive and thirty five yard drive, all of them capped off by Colton Nichols rushing touchdowns, who, oh by the way, got into the end zone with his feet five times tonight. He was something special for Hallsville on offense.
3: Yeah, he definitely was. Colton Nichols had a night bouncing it in with his legs. Five rushing touchdowns on the night. Great win for Hallsville as they went back-to-back on the road. And then we'll go back home against Osage next Friday. And then the Friday after that against Southern Boone. And, yeah, story was written from the end of the first quarter by Hallsville. And it was just a recipe for success after that. And they just took it to the house and took commanding of this game from the second quarter on and just dominated against Eldon and Eldon just couldn't find a way to recompose themselves and get themselves going in the second half
2: we'll hear from coach Conyers about some of his thoughts some of the game from the game in just a few minutes here on the show me sports network post game show but things are wrapped up pretty quickly has already had their post game meeting on the field I'm sure not a whole lot of talked about when you dominate the way that Hallsville did in the fashion they did I think the big thing is here is now after you gave up 59 points to Boonville two weeks ago now two straight games where the defense has looked really strong just 20 points allowed in the last two games gave up a six points in the first half that was the first drive of the game and then only eight more in the second half and that was really just a one play drive where your defense got beat so overall I mean it's when you have the pressure that Larkin and Kale Nichols were getting along with the coverage on the backhand by Harrison Grant ski at the safety position I mean it's it's a tough defense and then you couple that with the running offense on the other side it was it was good stuff in all phases of the game for the Indians and it showed out on the scoreboard with a 44 to 14 victory probably was a little bit closer of a game than the score makes it look because Halls will score the three touchdowns late and a couple of them where they probably could have ran a little more clock, clock off and maybe they don't score but it's 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 a big win right here. Middle of the season, four games to go after this, and you have to think the arrow is pointing much more upward right now than it was a couple weeks ago for Hallsville.
3: Oh, yeah, the arrow is definitely pointing upwards for Hallsville, and especially on that defensive side of the ball. They capitalized. They came up, came out, and they showed out, and they definitely played well against a Eldon, D- I mean, Eldon offense that can put up points in a hurry if you don't find a way to keep them in check, and great job by the Hallsville defense. All around did it last week against Versailles, only giving up six points, did it this week tonight against Eldon giving up fourteen, so twenty combined points in two weeks, defense you know wins games, and hallsville did it tonight,
2: so Nichols now on the season has sixteen rushing touchdowns were essentially just four games played. I mean, it's, it's going to say five in the stat sheet because he did get into the game last week in Versailles, but really only ran five or six plays. Both times left the game with injury. He was not himself last week, and that ankle looked awfully healthy here this evening, and he gets the victory along with other con- contributions on the offense. Harrison Fowler had another fantastic game. That rushing average per game is certainly going to be down to triple digits. Came in with it at 995 half. And he had himself another night here in Eldon. Not a whole lot of completions for Nichols, but he didn't really need it the way they were running the football. Targeted Stinson downfield a couple times, and Isaac Stinson had a big 35 yard catch in the second quarter where Nichols put it on the money and really kind of told you didn't need to throw the ball a whole lot tonight, but if Nichols is going to be making throws like that in close games in the future, you've got to feel good about not only you, you know, he having his legs, but the
3: arm too. Mm hmm. Yeah, because if he's not doing it with his legs, he can do it with his arm, but he showed us both of his, you know, tools in his arsenal tonight. And his legs really showed most of throughout the whole entire game because that's all they needed to use was his legs. But like you said, he has potential and he can throw the rock and throw the football down the field. And he capitalized with two very impressive throws deep down the field, stepping up in the pocket. And that offensive line, great job again tonight, giving Nichols time and letting him create. And he did just that.
2: Would not totally, I think, encompass the entire story of this game without talking about the impact that the penalties had on this one. It certainly (laughs) impacted Eldon as they were backed up numerous times by the old yellow flag. Haldsville did have a couple go their way. Actually wiped off one long Colton Nichols rushing touchdown with a flag. Otherwise, he maybe could have had six of them. But it certainly did play an impact. But the fact that Haldsville was on the better side uh, of the uh, flag impact of this game, I think, is important because the flag played a big impact at the end of their game against Booneville. They had the unsportsmanlike conducts, and I, I think Coach Conyers and the coaching staff has them much more back on track over the last couple weeks. Certainly I, I, on the defensive side for Halsville, what Larkin and Nichols were doing at defensive end, others including, but especially those two, it felt like they were making the quarterback Hunter Hees run for his life on more occasions than not back there.
3: Yeah, they did a great job enforcing pressure and not letting Hees be comfortable in the pocket and it just seemed like he's when he had to move outside of the pocket he didn't like to really try and create and then those second level of defenders were able to uh, crash down on he's and get to him just a great job all around by the defense especially dictated by one of their captains on both sides of the ball he's not blocking he's getting after the quarterback and DJ Larkin great game all around for him and I know they love to have him back
2: so final score, 44-14 to in favor of the Indians win their second straight. benchmate Justin Kraft. And this has got to be something, too, you can take into next week. I mean, it's a, 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 Osage looked really good against this same Elden team last week. Halsel does the same here tonight. But the way halls was playing physically, I would expect now going back home in front of a raucous environment to try it, that that probably shows up next Friday night in terms of the rushing factor and the defense factor.
3: Yeah, you would hope that they can bring that same tenacity in Do that against Osage next week as they go back home. And they just got to bring that same fire, same grit, same toughness, and just get off to a fast start and just dictate the tone. Because if they play as well as they played tonight and as well as they played last week on both sides of the ball, you know, against Versailles last week and then tonight against Eldon, it's going to be really hard to beat this Hallsville, you know, team all around with the way they're playing respectively on both sides of the ball, and that arrow is pointing upwards. We're going to step away for
2: just a quick moment before we wrap things up for the final time. Hopefully we'll also speak with Coach Connors, if he can find us up here in the booth. No worries if not, if that does happen. We'll just wrap things up. But don't go anywhere. We're not completely finished here on the Show Me Sports Network tonight, but go ahead and celebrate. Hallsville wins at 44-14. We'll be back after a quick break on the Show Me Sports Network.
9: to find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business.
10: Attention Indians fans. Here's your chance to help the student-athletes of Hallsville by becoming a member of the Hallsville Athletic Boosters. Your gifts help provide all Hallsville athletes with a safe and positive experience while attending our school district and also help purchase items that our sports team couldn't otherwise afford. You can join the Hallsville Athletic Boosters this season for as little as $25. Membership is open to everyone. Interested in joining? Look them up on Facebook by searching Hallsville Athletic Boosters or email them at HallsvilleAthleticBoosters at gmail.com. Let's go Indians.
12: Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community wood shop.
4: Or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti.
2: Final words on the Show Me Sports Network post game show. You just listened to a 44 14 thumping by Halsdell over Eldon, especially in the fourth quarter where they scored half their points, put 22 up on there to put this thing away, and now a happy trip back to Hallsville and they'll stay there next two games at home. Eldon's now dropped their second in a row. They're going to have to face Southern Boone in Southern Boone next week. So if you find yourself a fan of what Eldon was doing tonight, you can listen to that broadcast as Blake and the guys on that channel have it for you. But hope you stick with us next Friday night as myself and Cam will have El- Hallsville versus Osage on here, the Show Me Sports Network 2 channel. Any final thoughts here from tonight, Justin?
3: I just got to say, like you said, Thumping, thumping, thumping. All Hallsville. They put on the thumping to Eldon, and they didn't look back. Great win. Then just blew them out.
2: So that's just going to about do it here for us. I will say, if you, not that they ever felt bad, you, but you feel really good right now about the direction of Hallsville after these last couple of games the physicality the defense for sure which was certainly more of an issue those first couple of games defense has really started to figure something out the rushing game looks like it's going to be good enough to beat just about anybody and Nichols has shown passive throwing the football when he's been asked to which really hasn't been that often because they ran the ball so well. So got to feel good there. But that's going to just about do it for us. Thanks so much for spending your evening with us. Thank you to Coach Connors as well for the pregame interview. Weren't able to catch him tonight. He's got a lot of stuff going on, so completely understand But and we'll hope to hear from him next week. You will hear from him on the pregame show, like always. We'll be on the air at about 6.30, 6.35. For Justin Kraft, I'm Ben Schmidt. Have a good rest of your night. Have a good weekend, everybody. And until next time on the Show Me Sports Network, take care.
1: You've been listening to the biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for Hallsville Indians football, the Show Me Sports Network and the Indians Radio Network. The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are the ones that know your Indians the best. Exclusive coverage of Hallsville Indians football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hallsville Athletic Boosters, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, Sawdust Studios, and Zealous WBGT. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching the Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network and the Indians Radio Network, your exclusive home for Hallsville Indians football.